0: Damn,
1: but I will say the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judge me. <laughs> Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Drink. <laughs> I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. and yeah,
0: something. <laughs> Joe, <Joe's laughs> <are>
1: <laughs> hey, happy hump day everybody. <clears throat> it's everybody else's hump day. It's my Friday. Um, my guests on Monday were Jameson and Dustin from my brew club. We're uh, we're brewing some some tasty beers and uh, we're we're trying out all kinds of different styles. So, uh, uh, well, we're going to be trying more different styles. We're going to be doing uh, some some doubles <clears throat> rather than just some session IPAs. We're trying to get the science down. Uh, so it's it's a bit difficult sometimes when you only brew like once or twice a month. So. Um uh, we talked a little bit about, uh, some beers, some, some political stuff, uh, it was some good conversation. The second round at the very end took a little turn, uh, towards a, a little darker subject, uh, as far as, uh, some, some suicide stuff goes, and, uh, but the conversation was great. I felt like everybody said their piece and, uh, nothing was, uh, said wrong, so, um, yeah, I think it was a, it was a really good conversation, so, uh. I hope everybody likes it and enjoys. Before we get to that conversation, I do want to tell you about our sponsor, All in the Details. Are you looking for a complete transformation for your car? Do you want to support a small local business that takes tremendous pride in their work? Then look no further. Because All in the Details puts more pride in their work than any of those chain detailers. All in the Details offers several packages that suit your wallet. So, regardless of the package you choose, All in the Details is only going to use the finest products that put all the other competitors to shame. So, if you want to uh, completely reinvigorate the natural beauty of your car, then you should contact All in the Details at njpadetailing.com or Facebook.com slash All in the Details PA or check out some of their awesome work on Instagram.com slash All in the Details PA. And that's only available in New Jersey. ...or Pennsylvania area. Sorry to my California fam that and my listeners. Um, I don't have a sponsor out here yet, so as soon as I get some kind of good California sponsor, which would be awesome, then I can uh, plug some of that stuff and get you guys into something cool. Um, so, Alright, well, uh, let's get to the conversation we had on Monday with uh, Jameson and Dustin. Alright, we're live. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. My friends, Jameson Beaver and Dustin Cawthorn? Cawthorn, yep, yeah, that's Man, right. Man, I got that shit. That's the first <laughs> time I ever got shit right. All Somebody's right. name. Good You're doing alright today. <sighs> well, uh, thanks for coming on the podcast, guys.
2: Yeah, thanks for yeah, having no we
1: are We are the brew team. This is, this is the brew team right here, everybody. <laughs> the yeah. brew team um, first. We don't have a name, so... Uh, uh, yeah. So since we're going live, too, if anybody wants to call in with the name, name ideas, that'd be fun. Yeah.
3: We've got two J's and a D.
1: Two J's and a B in the, for the name.
3: <laughs> I
1: didn't need a D for the name, but yeah. I mean, everybody needs the D. <laughs> everybody needs the we, D. We need a D for the name. <laughs> uh, Except for
3: asexual people. They don't really need the D.
0: Hell yeah!
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just uh, want to make sure that my sound effects are working, so, uh. All right. Can we
3: get a hell yeah for asexuality? Hell
0: yeah!
3: <laughs> yeah, we can.
1: <sighs> uh, all right, cool. So um, what are we going to get started with today? Are we going to start with the homebrew that we did?
3: Yeah. I uh, figure since we've got all three of us, you know legends of brewing here today we should, uh, should be the
1: first time we actually get to brew it and then seriously talk about it yeah exactly i mean i know you've talked about the homebrew a little bit past podcasts before but not with all of us as a team you know this is the team right now Absolutely. we don't even have, we don't have a brew name <laughs> we don't have names for fucking beer we're just fucking i'm mean, roguing it just, i've, just I've got it. it i've got it on our little brew
3: journal as jdj brewing jbj jdj yeah
0: I'm
3: jdj um and We've talked about like Vagabond Brewing. You didn't seem to be too
1: too crazy about that idea. I just don't want to steal the hotel name. <laughs> I feel like it's like because they got Vagabond Hotels. It's like yeah. that's, I like I like the concept of like you know that like traveling kind of drifter. Totally, I, but at the same time, a vagabond is such
3: like a romantic thing that you know we should steal it from the hotel. You know? True. There's yeah. no original ideas anyway, so just there is. We just gotta come up with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: the thing. We're not Hollywood. We don't have to steal everything. Yeah, remake everything. I don't we'll, know. We'll, just, right. we'll just borrow the name. Well, you have the popper, so you you, do you can the do the honors. Um, you you want to say what we're drinking? So you, yeah, you more you. Oh, know.
3: Before we get to the homebrew, I uh, you know, for eagle-eyed or eagle-eared eagle-eared thing, eagle eared listeners, is eagle eared thing eagle-ear. For works. for listeners here, uh, we started the episode by popping a bottle. Um, it will be a surprise that will be later revealed.
1: Oh okay. Because um, be the they, the huh? it, no they can't see it on the video, huh? No, they can't see it on the video.
3: Needless to say, it is a barrel-aged strong ale. We open it first just so I have enough time to breathe. So by the time we get to drink it, it won't be you know a bucket of booze.
1: True. It'll be uh, nice and flavorful. It'll be beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's what I like about those those kinds of beers. Oh yeah. I won't reveal. I oh, no spoiler alerts. It,
3: it took me a long. It took me a long time to really be able to describe to people what to expect from beers like that and it finally hit me like after working at a wine shop it was like oh it's like port like if you like port you'll like barrel-aged strong beers Yeah. you know if you're looking for an equivalent um but anyway the homebrew today um you came up with the hops on this one
1: I did this was my hop uh uh idea I guess well you had you had a, we had a we had a regular collective and then it was like we needed one more kind of a hop to it. Right. So it's what Mosaic. It was Mosaic. We used up the rest of that Mosaic we had. Actually, yep. we'll use up most of it. We still yeah. have some left. Yeah. <laughs> so was there three or only two? It was only two. Okay. So um, we, so we used the Eldorado and the Mosaic. Yeah.
3: It was it was Mosaic and the Bittering and then Eldorado and Mosaic for everything else. Yeah.
1: And I thought I, I thought that the Eldorado would like give it that little bit more of a fruity, summery kind of like hop to it. Maybe yeah. balance it out. It's like it's like a poor man's Galaxy hops. <laughs> yeah, like it's easier to get, but it has that similar
3: kind of like melon vineousness to it. Like it's 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 pretty good. All right, um, this one is clocking in at the astonishing alcohol level of three point five percent.
1: Hey, Core's light, you better watch the fuck out. We're brewing beers, motherfucker. We're brewing beers up in here, but it's good. It's it's uh, pretty crystal clear. We did a okay job of filtering it. There's still some crap down on the bottom, but.
2: Yeah, that's uh, just gonna happen
1: it's gonna happen yeah <laughs> yeah no yet yeah, especially with homebrews right? we we're not you can't filter out everything like that yeah yeah but anyway I got my bottle popper let's get started all right let's pop this shit <axed> I don't have any I, I wish I had like some other music I could queue up like as you're popping the bottle <laughs> like, like Uber, a benny <laughs> <Somebody> hill <laughs> something stupid like that so, all right well, let's uh, divvy it up real good. all right let's see
2: I believe today is actually exactly two weeks in the bottle oh, yeah. which is exactly what you want
1: Oh, man, it looks Coors Light. It's, it looks like Coors Light. <laughs> it's very pale.
3: Yeah, uh, We used some really good two-row on this. Uh, it was a little bit more expensive than your typical two-row.
1: Um, I'm going to give you more, but I'm just seeing how much we... Uh, yeah, just make sure you don't point it out the very butt there. No, yeah, just a little. I'll give a little Actually, bit I'll take little the, of that. Yeah, this is probably good right there. You want a little bit more? You want the butt? You want some... No, no. no, but it's it's got good head on it. Right. Look at that. Oh, well, it's yeah, it's decently.
2: It's, a, it's I a nice couple, I
1: probably could have poured it better, but I, I pour light, so it's like flatter. But yeah. here, I'll, I'll. This is like a Coors Light light. <laughs> wow. It's. It, it, I mean, there's a lot of color. Drinking variance, some like piss water. Is, yours
3: is a
2: lot paler than ours are.
1: Yeah, you guys have a little bit more haze to it. Yours is a little darker. <laughs> Yeah,
2: you could top yours off with more of the bottom too. Yeah, let me get yeast.
1: some uh, sediment in there so I start <laughs> so it can the yeast can uh, yeah. grow in me.
2: That's good for you, right? Yeah, yeah it's
1: digestive yeast. You know? Yeah, it's, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's it's good for you. Oh, there we go. Add a little bit of color. Mm. It's definitely a nice
2: mm. pale straw.
1: This doesn't taste like my pee. <laughs> <laughs> it's mm. got a good nose
3: to it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a little fruity, but it's still got some of that that green hops flavor. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be able to hear how much I slurp when I drink. Slurp
1: slurps. slurps. Um, it's definitely light, but I like it's got a great flavor to it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think Eldorado and Mosaic is a good combo. Yeah,
1: that is a good combo. If we did that for like a stronger ale, I think or like a, a stronger IPA, I think that'd be pretty yeah, pretty totally. rad. Yeah, this at Galaxy, like I say poor man's galaxy, but this paired with Galaxy would be pretty tasty. But yeah. Three point five on the Richter. <laughs> oh yeah. Glad I'm using my Sam Adams glass for this one. <laughs> no, hey, it's good. You know, at this rate, we'll be drunk by Thursday. next year Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> You went a little lighter than me. I went too far. <laughs> got
3: David Joe! I was taking each. what happens.
1: It's what happens. Uh, so, um, so, what are, what are you thinking for the next one? What was the What was the concept that we were? So we we have two projects lined up for our next brew. Um, we still have
3: that huge. Um, so, a couple months ago, for, for listeners just tuning in, um, I had the good fortune of getting a 50-pound drum of honey um, for free. Like, somebody, like a friend of mine was just giving it away, and I opened this thing up, and it's as black as crude oil. Like, it, it, is, it is black as the night. Um, Shit is thick, dude. It's thick. It's, like, it's, it's, it's super dark. It's got a very unique taste. It's almost like a root beer kind of taste. Um, And Dusty and I uh, brewed a a batch of mead with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was like a one-gallon batch, so (laughs) there's still a lot of honey left. So Mm -hmm. what we're thinking is the three of us are going to get together, make a batch of mead, um, and do a real simple one. It's going to be a sparkling mead. So the first uh, fermentation will be with a semi-dry wine yeast. (laughs) Pardon
1: me. <laughs> I should have muted myself like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but you're but still going to pick up on that, so it, it doesn't matter. You know, I only expect total class from you, Jeff. Exactly. You should. <laughs> especially from this podcast because
3: it's a hangout. Oh, yeah. Um, so the first the first fermentation will be a semi dry wine yeast, so it won't be as sticky sweet as raw honey or like a lot of sweet meads, but it won't be as totally dry as, you know, other meads. Yeah. And then we'll do a secondary fermentation with champagne yeast, so it will be carbonated get like that nice delicate yeah. sparkling wine carbonation. Okay. And then what we're thinking is we'll buy a cheap barrel, like a you know, a 1-gallon barrel. Take some of that batch and throw that in there and just let it go. All right. And occasionally we'll pour ourselves a little glass and see how it's maturing. Sounds good. And then after that. So th- this is this is a very long-term project. Uh, but <laughs> it's once... going to take forever. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's going to yeah. take forever. But once, I the, mean, once know, that shit, barrel's I empty, we're going to probably steam it or toast it. We were talking about that on the way over here, Dusty.
2: Yeah. We just need to look up some methods of maintaining barrels so you don't get any infections.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, like no fungus or anything in there. Yeah. No exactly. fungus and also release those mead flavors back to the surface of the wood. Gotcha. Um, but we'll toast the barrel or steam it. And then we'll throw an Imperial Stout in there. How are, gonna, how are we going to steam it? Are we going to take it to the spa? <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, know. I'm just maybe, curious, actually. Maybe. I, I mean, know. we'll wrap a little towel around it so, you know, protect the barrel's modesty. Massage and, it a little. Yeah, there you go. It's <laughs> a good idea. Uh, but whatever we're going to do, we're going to treat the barrel. Yeah. And then throw maybe an Imperial Stout or barley wine or something in there. Okay. But a mead barrel-aged beer. Sweet. Which should be pretty fucking good. It should be awesome. Um, but... As far as beer beer is concerned, beer, like beer, you in, know. on the immediate horizon, yeah. Um, we still have that bag of galaxy and Nelson Sauvin hops at home. So we're going to do... Remember, we're gonna Oh, that's right. It. We have
1: the galaxy and yeah. the Nelson. Yeah. So sure. we're going to do a New England style uh, double IPA. Sweet. That's what we need. Double so IPA. We're going to shoot for higher alcohol this time. Yeah. 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 So if we shoot for the eight and we get three, <laughs> fuck. We done fucked done. up. Yeah. We, we done goofed. We no. No, we can't no, no, quit. No, we're not quitters. Never. I never quitting, quit. I never, never surrender. surrender. I never quit. I fade away. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever happened to that guy? Uh, I don't know. His shit sucks. He, he faded away. Stopped. He faded away.
3: Wait, is that him and standing in the corner? Ha! It. He'll, like, yeah. he'll never catch me.
1: He'll never catch. <laughs> I'm fermenting my own pee. As a bum on the corner. Oh my god.
3: Oh, can we do a Game of Thrones spoiler
1: cast? <laughs> oh, we could talk about Game of Thrones. No, have you have you watched this last episode? Yeah. Uh-huh. I watch oh, it. I mean, okay. it might suck for anybody else. So, spoiler alert for Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, this is anybody. Game of Thrones
3: spoiler. But oh yeah. god, the Davos scene with uh, the fermented crab. <laughs> oh dude, <laughs> you'll yeah. punch a hole right through your your uh, your chainmail, boys. Chain. Yeah, you better get to your nearest facility
1: to yeah. make use of it. Then Gendry comes along, smacks, smacks him, the him with a hammer. Head.
0: Oh, that was so good.
1: Yeah, it was good. I thought the last episode was a lot better, but this one was just. You know, the aftermath of the battle. So, I mean, obviously, the other one was better because oh, totally. of the battle yeah. stuff. You, you know? gotta
2: have the in-between episodes where Yeah, you gotta have those. More filler. Yeah, totally.
1: Definitely more, more filler for that. But yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a bad episode. I like no. the fact that Jon Snow touched the dragon. That was cool. And the dragon was like, yeah, I'm cool with this. It's like, all right, this guy's all right. It's got a nice touch to him. You but then the
3: dragon's thinking, don't go after her. Y'all know y'all related, right? Yeah. Actually, that, that whole thing with Gilly was just like, what does annulment mean? Right. Somebody, somebody named Raga Targaryen... <laughs>
2: Yeah, they very briefly touched that, just to tease us. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But they
3: basically just confirmed, like, yeah, Jon Snow is, is Rhaegar Targaryen's
1: kid. Yeah. Interesting episode, interesting episode, that's all I gotta say. What'd you guys think about the whole execution scene with the Tarleys? The fire?
3: The fire, yeah, where it wasn't just the father, but the son was like, I'm going too. Good, fuck you. Yeah, like it's... I thought it was good. Like, on the one hand, it's like, you know, Daenerys doesn't want to turn into the bad king, um, but at the same time, they presented it where it's like, she obviously doesn't enjoy
1: killing these people. She's already blatantly said that, like, ten times. Yeah. She's like, I'm trying to make the world a better place when I'm gone, and continue that cycle. And if you're
3: not going to be with me, like,
1: I don't want to, but I'm going to kill you. And you can't just be, you can't backtrack on the things you say. I mean, that goes through, for for real life. You can't just, you can't just, like, say shit and then, like, not follow through with it. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah. can't be like, I'm gonna kill you. And then only be like, how about we just put him away and <laughs> put him in the thing? Like, I fucking meant what I said. If he doesn't fucking bend the knee, I'm gonna fucking burn him. I, it's, yeah. it's, like,
3: Tyrion's clever and all, but he definitely needs to shut up sometimes. Oh, definitely.
1: I mean, he's like, <clears throat> he's like my second favorite character. <laughs> Oh. Aya is my favorite.
3: Arya? Aria Arya, yeah.
1: Aria. Aria, Aria, whatever. Oh,
3: dude, the fucking battle between her and... Um, the, the, uh, the Gwendolyn-, Gwendolyn Christie, Brienne. Yeah, yeah. Brienne. Brienne of Tarth? Brienne of Tarth? Dude, that was so good. Dude, she
1: was fucking awesome, dude. Like, I had chills during that, and then the dragon scene came... <laughs> Oh, dude! Exactly that whole. that was I said, that whole episode like blew my mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was already spent on that episode. I was like, okay, I can be done right now. Oh, this is but, good. You know that Littlefinger's going to try and fuck her. over oh, Of course, because he's uh, a sneaky little bitch too. Just that's what but, he does. But but she's just as sneaky. I think. I think there's going to be a nice little turn where Littlefinger gets it up the ass. You know, somehow <laughs> he's going to get a little finger. Oh, in he's going to get a little finger in the ass. Maybe a big finger. He might get the big stink finger. Who knows?
3: But the mountains kind of come along. Yeah, um, <laughs> there there aren't fingers bigger
1: than that. But, but no, she's my favorite character. Um, besides, I don't know. There's a lot of good characters, but um, yeah, he does need to shut his mouth. Um, yeah, Tyrion <clears throat> for you know for some things. But like I said, you got to follow through on what you want to do, and that like I said, it has to do with life. If we say we're gonna do something, you got to fucking do it. You can't just oh, yeah. sit on your ass and be like. I just keep talking about it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it yet. It's going to, you know. So, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people in the world like that. It's just like the talk, 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 and never do anything. Totally. And you can't have that as a ruler, right? And nobody's going to respect you. Everyone's going to be like, you know, this bitch talks a lot and does nothing. Yep. No. These motherfuckers saw. It's like, you mm-hmm. want to see what's going to happen if you don't bend the fucking knee? But bam. <sighs> you to be caught on fire. Gotta set the example. Gotta set the example. She doesn't want to. She said yeah. that. I'm not a fucking bitch. But I'll show you I can be.
3: I like that. Yeah.
1: I like that about her. Oh man, John it, John Snow should have made out with her either way. It, but but that's that's his aunt, man. I don't give a fuck.
3: <laughs> should have just went right for it. It's going to be Cersei 2.0, you know.
1: Yeah, but, but in it, a better sense because they're bastards. So they're filtering out the the. But but he, the the but retard that, gene, if I could say. But, it, but that's the point, though. That was the whole point of that annulment scene, is right. that
3: he's not an illegitimate child. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, right, he, exactly. he annulled his marriage with um, the, the lady he was married to before, and was set to marry, or was married to, Lyanna Stark.
0: hmm
3: Right. So, so he's technically not a bastard child. He is technically John Targaryen. Yeah. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna it's be gonna good. Be lots of fun.
1: Is this only seven episodes? Or is there more to
3: the, Is there more to it? I think it's it. This season is half as long, so they're going to release the other half of the season next year. So yeah, it'll be shorter. season eight, right? So, is, but is it seven it, or is like, it nine? It's it's seven.
2: Seven or eight?
3: I think it's eight. Yeah, eight. So
1: then we got three more. Yeah, basically.
3: Mm. Right on. Speaking of politics and bending the knee, what a hell of a week it's been.
1: Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: I mean if we want to go down that route.
1: Well, let's not get too political, but you know, I'll give I'll give my little uh real fast uh what well, with Charlottesville 2 days. Yeah, away. I'm just going to say, you know, all the Nazis can fuck off. How about that? Yeah, let's go I'm let's, go, go, let's go
3: Dead Kennedys, you know, Nazi punks yeah, fuck
1: Nazi, off. Yeah, Nazi punks fuck off. And that has been uh my I mean, that should have been all of America's since World War II, you know, that's that's uh
3: and yet, you know, our fearless leadership <laughs> Oh. With heavy sarcastic implication, there um, has yeah. has not said anything satisfactory in that regard. No, e- not at even all. even the times he's you know obviously been forced to come back and you know denounce these people. It's it's like it's obvious he he doesn't care to disavow them.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I said, if 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 you're promoting a group of hate, and that's kind of what it seems that Trump has been doing.
3: Well, he's been doing it in a very like dog whistle kind of way. Where he's not saying it blatantly, he's doing it in a way where it's like, he's saying it without saying it. So that, you know, the white supremacists and the racists of the world are are picking up on it, but it's not, it, there's nothing, like, on the surface, you know, crim- incriminating about it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I'll, I'll any hate <laughs> groups, any racists, any homophobic Fucking deuce bags out there can fuck off. Pieces I don't get, of shit yeah. you want to drive yeah. a
3: car through a crowd of people. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think that. he was, like, schizo, too, right?
3: I, I don't know. Uh, he he must, was absolutely a white supremacist, though.
1: Oh, no, yeah, for sure. Like but I past- think somebody in the... It was in the paper that either said he was diagnosed at a young age as a schizo- sch- schizophrenic. Well, I mean... So it, I don't know how true that is or, or untrue that is. I, I think that was what the paper said. I
3: don't know. I, I, I am less... W- as somebody who does have... Um, you know, a learning disability is something because who is not neurotypical. I, I feel sort of less comfortable about, um, you know, automatically jumping to the, you know, a whole, the guy's crazy or the guy has some kind of like mental condition argument, Mm -hmm. like until it's proven until, you know, scientific, like he's actually psychoanalyzed and said, okay, no, this guy actually has problems. Like I'd rather just assume he's,
1: and Why is he allowed to drive a car then? You know, why can he yeah. drive a car through a fucking crowd of people if he's fucking doing stupid yeah. shit or if he's well, I mean, diagnosed with a with a uh, disorder?
3: I mean, I'm autistic spectrum and I have a car.
1: Yeah, but you you said you had a learning like it's like learning uh, it, you, it's it's an autistic You pre- don't pre- have ten personalities.
3: It, yeah, but not or all schizophrenic, schizophrenic. Oh. not all schizophrenics have have multiple personalities. That that's that's sort Isn't of that the, the definition of schizoid? Not not specifically. It, it, it's there's a whole slew of of symptoms that go along with schizophrenia. Um, paranoid schizophrenia is the one that's most associated with having multiple personalities, but it's never like a true. It's never like how it is presented in the media. It's never like, oh no, like he's one person now and a totally different person next. Did you ever
1: see Identity? Uh uh-uh. uh. Damn. You guys are missing out a good John Cusack <laughs> movie, dude. I, I, Identity I, was the shit. Yeah. You gotta watch it. I'll check it out. I mean, not that I'm getting my definition from that movie as a schizoid, but you know, just spin. <laughs> You know, definitions over time and time, but right. and that one he has literally like I think ten personalities in they in a story in his head and it's fucking awesome. It's Good. anybody in see identity? You gotta watch it. I'll it's like check that, it out. Like two thousands, late nineties, something like that. Hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. A- anyway, on Def- to happier other topics. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a crazy week. Um, any anything else that like has been good? Or, you know, anything in your you guys like um, what you guys are doing? Anything.
3: I mean, I uh, so uh, as a result of this week, I've signed up for the ACLU, so I'm going to start, um, you know, participating with that more often. Okay, hopefully, um, going you know, to protests and stuff. Not just going to protests, but you know, like doing phone banks and things like that. Okay, um, you know, it's it, it in this day and age, like it's I, I'd say the the reasons to not do anything are are becoming fewer and farther between.
1: Well, I think that yeah. goes back to even what we were saying before about doing and not doing. Right. And the problem with the world is people sitting back, right? So yeah. there's not a lot of doers. And I don't even think the protest stuff is is some of it works, some of it doesn't. And radical people it doesn't work for me. I don't like radicalism. Of of course. I mean, there's radicals on both sides of the fence, you know.
2: Sort of counterproductive.
1: Yeah, basically, right? It's it, it, it kind of cancels it, it out, right? Um I I just think that, like, uh, but at the same time, like, if you're, you know, when you sit back and there's too many people just sitting back not doing anything, and that goes for, like, you know, environment, that goes for, you know, anything that you're, like, passionate about as a person, right? You know, uh, people, you know, animal rights, uh, human rights, like, whatever. You know, if you're just going to sit back, like, shit's going to happen, and you're going to let people just come and and take over. Right. And do their own thing and be like, what
3: the fuck? What's that old saying? You know, evil isn't... Or evil is the product of, or evil is what happens when good people do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true, exactly. You know, so yeah. I I don't want to be a good person who sits back and does nothing. I want to I want to help. Yeah, even even if it's in some small way, you know. Yeah, it's hard. I
1: mean, I have I have, like a bunch of <laughs> ideas, like of just to randomly like try to like help people out too, and I don't, and sometimes I just can't find the right club or the right thing. Right. And I don't know, because I don't even know if I'm passionate about that kind of, you know, part of it. It's like, I'm very passionate about the environment, you know, and other stuff like that. And it's like, I try to do my best, but at the same time, my best isn't even any good as, like, the garbage that I throw out. It's like, I recycle. I recycle. <laughs> you know, I do my, my part, but it's like, you know, my shampoo bottles are still plastic. You know, my toothpaste is still fucking... Yeah. It's organic and everything like that, but it's like, it's still... You know, my exhaust is going out from my truck into the world. It's not a super polluter, but
2: yeah. regardless,
1: it's still I mean you know, it's like how far do I go to be comfortable and happy with it and not spend a fucking bajillion dollars like immediately like
3: I gotta get rid of all this shit. Oh no, totally. I mean I I have an electric car and Let's yeah. crack the next
1: beer too, so Oh keep yeah, talking. let's
3: let's like get going talk. on that. Um yeah, I know I have an electric car and I love it, I think um First yeah? Yeah. Um, I, I, think it's really going to be the next wave of things, but that being said, the one I've got, like, you know, if I'm doing anything more than just driving to work or going to the store, like if I'm going to do two or three more, you know, steps in my day, it's, it's, a it's a hassle. Um, there's actually something really interesting. I saw crop up in, in, uh, science news today. Apparently the army discovered some new aluminum alloy that like you put it in contact with water and it automatically converts it into hydrogen and oxygen automatically breaks it down into its base components. And if you were to use that in some kind of like fuel cell vehicle, that would, it would be an incredible development. because um, the way fuel cell vehicles work is they recombine, um, they recombine that hydrogen with the oxygen and that produces an electric charge, charges a battery, drives the, drives the car. Yeah. um, <clears throat> so what you could have and i'm not i'm not advocating for um perpetual motion machines because they're physically impossible to build but um you know we could have something at the very least pretty close to one
1: yeah and, and it's, that's it's a solid thing it's 100% green so it just runs off of waters yeah uh the problem with all those things and i've always thought about that too is just because as i was like I think we've always had technology to make shit <clears throat> run on water and those things and be very easily ac- accessible, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we can get all those things. The problem is getting rid of everybody that has the other cars. Right. And that are used to using that. And it's like there's billions of cars and that are already made, too. They keep cranking out they keep making more they keep making more cars and i just think that's stupid
3: and this and this is i mean my my liberal side is going to be showing it's like well we could just throw money at the problem but but in this case it's true like we could go to lower income communities like hey we will pay you x number of thousands of dollars to uh donate your car or to recycle your car and buy an electric car buy a green car you know well like like it just essentially economic economic stimulus
1: you know yeah uh, all right. Well, cheers. This is going to be the the Barrel House Brewing Company, and Paso Robles, California, mm. and this is a juicy, uh, the juicy IPA, uh, six point five. Nice. And what uh, sort of hops are in this one? Uh, let's see. Does it, say? it smells very fruity. This is a all. This is an alternating hop series, so they part of a small batch. Uh, New England style, blah, 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 blah. Yes. I don't think they say what... It's got a little bit of haze to it.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't the... necessarily put in the same category as most other New England style, at least as far as the East profile yeah. goes.
3: Yeah, I mean, those are, those are flat out opaque.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I would say the hot profile and... Well, Being look at called f- juicy, it's definitely within that spectrum. And look yeah. at
1: the, look at the colors; not far off from ours. Yeah, yeah. And I thought ours was just kind of light. See, like <clears throat> I don't think that's far off. Not at all. You I still mean... looks like the same kind of piss water that I
3: would, you know. <laughs> Joe, did you just do a sleight of hand? Is that just our beer? It could be. Just did you magically make it look like it was more full? I might have. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only we trick to everybody. Yeah. This is just a this yeah. is just a, bro- a barrel house bo- bottle with. No, I RV feel like if it. it's
1: six point five, you know, it's definitely not ours. <laughs> uh, oh
3: yeah, no, <laughs> we we need to work on our efficiency. I hmm. apologize to our listeners, by the way, if
1: you know we're if if I'm droning on about heavy duty boring topics. No, no, that's why we, I got these things like this to uh, <laughs> to to, to uh, you know lighten up the mood and and oh, yeah. and. and to turn the topic around or anything. That's, that's, you know? a,
3: that's a different kind of a mission, right? That, that is a different kind of mission.
1: Um, <laughs> this is pretty good, though. It's got a nice crisp crisper flavor than ours, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it's it's a little bit
3: more bitter, a little bit more dank. Yeah. But it's still got some nice juices. A little bit more it.
1: body. Like I like the juicy part of it, too. Mm-hmm. So, Barrel House. Pretty nice Barrel House. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. I like it. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty I've pretty nice. been
2: enjoying the beers coming out of that brewery. They've been starting out more of a sour, uh, oak-aged series as well oh really okay um a lot more kind of based off the labic style with a lot more spontaneous fermentation oh nice um they actually teamed up with a winery where they took their their wort and spontaneously fermented it in the middle of the vineyard oh no way yeah that so sounds it awesome. really picked up some of the just floating around flavors that's awesome From the vineyard yeah
3: um, that's super cool when people do shit like that. I love it. Totally. Actually, um, while we're we're the on, on the subject of beer Dusty, you should talk about you know who you are, uh, where you work. Yeah,
1: Dusty, what do you do? Yeah. I have you yeah. as my I have you in my phone as Dusty Bottoms.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not Dusty Roads, that's Not the wrestler. Dusty Roads, all right. I had a bunch no. of Dusty, so I was like, nah, I'm gonna go with Dusty Bottoms <laughs> from three amigos. Hey, there you go.
2: I'll take it. <laughs>
1: so you you work in the beer industry.
2: Yeah, um, I work at a little bottle shop in downtown Malview called Gene's Beer Store. Um, You don't work there. You're the manager of that. I am the manager. Uh, We actually just so humble. (laughs) You know, just just doing my thing, hustling beers. Yeah, Uh, and and
1: you do all the ordering. I was gonna say, do you do you actually do you find all the ordering and you get you're like that's coming out. I'm getting that shipped to me.
2: Uh, Yeah, we do a lot of work with the distributors. They're the ones that do the importing and gathering the products. And then they're kind enough to give us a, a nice, tidy list of all the treats that we could order.
1: Do you do, Are you uh, with Alvarado Street, too? Like, do you guys have, or is that like... Uh, no,
2: not not yet. They um, don't
1: distribute do, uh, currently, do they? Um, they? To some. They to do. Some.
2: Right now, they're just teaming up with uh, beer bars. They also sell bottles and cans. Yeah. It's a little more two birds, one stone. Uh, they can drop off kegs and can at the same time. Yeah.
3: Whereas Jane's is specifically a bottle shop, a so you don't serve shop. on on premises. So. Mm. <clears throat> um,
2: but yeah, at any every time, we have around five hundred different types of beers, um, and we actually just hit our five year anniversary last month. Uh, five year. Five Sweet. years. Sweet. Have yeah. you been
1: there five years or?
2: Uh, yeah, this September will be my five years. Sweet. Nice. nice. Very nice. Yes. Yeah, so if you're
1: if you're in Mountain View or in the area, you need to hit up Jane's Beer Store because that the selection. I mean, every time you post. If you follow Dusty on Instagram, dude, all of his shot is just fucking beer, beer, beer. It's, it's, it's beer there's porn. So, I can't even like all of them because there's like 10, fucking, <laughs> 10 or 15 during the day, and I'm like, if I come home at night and I haven't looked at my phone, I'm like, holy shit, all right. I like one, I like two, all right, there's too many. Yeah, it, yeah. it keeps going on. There's so many to like, it's you know?
2: a never-ending supply of tasty beverages. Yeah,
1: so many. Before, before we move on, what's,
3: for the people who have not been to James Beer Store, what's the address of that fine establishment? Uh, it's
2: 720 Villa Street. Right off of Castro in downtown Mountain View.
1: Are you by the? Um, I probably walk by there all the fucking time. Then are you on the other side of, not where the Tide House is, but the other side, or on the Tide House side? Not um, on the other side. Other side the other of side. Castro. Okay.
2: So we're right across the street from Fiesta Del Mar. Yeah. And on the corner is the post office. Which oh, cool. Pretty much everyone in Mountain View goes to.
3: Yeah. Or if you know where Red Rock
1: Coffee is. Red Rock. Yeah, Red Rock Coffee. Yeah. 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 I have walked by there. Yep. Yeah. Not Walk- even realized it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Walking distance from the Caltrain, train, which definitely is a big plus for us. Oh, totally. Um, a lot of people get off of work, grab a cold beer, and jump on the train.
1: Yeah, that's the best, dude. And just, especially since your store's right there. You can get the finest of finest, <laughs> you know, and fucking get on that train and ride it way back. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just, you know, chug a 14% <laughs>
3: barrel-aged... <laughs> What have you on my way back to San Francisco? No biggie. I mean, that's
1: the, bit, that's the fucking coolest thing when I moved here about the train, that it just goes up and down from San Jose to San Francisco, oh, yeah. and you can chug beer on there. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was the fucking coolest thing. I don't know why, because we can't do that back home, barely. There's like no other, you know, bullshit like that. Totally. So, but... Um, yeah,
2: I've, uh, my buddies and I have been wanting to plan a Caltrain bottle share, <laughs> where basically you stir in San Jose, uh, you get your coolers full of beer... And then you go all the way up to San Francisco. Drink bottles along the way. Yep. You can either get off there and hit up the bars, or you just jump on the next train and go back down. <laughs> That's a
1: good idea. Yeah. And just and we stay did. on Caltrain all day. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Well, man. we did. Me and Laura did a similar, uh, uh, like a Saturday, bar hopping kind of thing from the Caltrain, and we went, We started in San Francisco, and then almost got off at every stop. But it got to where to like the time wasn't matching up, so we're yeah. like we couldn't hit the train, so we had to basically pick the ones we go to, and I'll give a little plug for uh, wetyourwhistles.com. dot So if you go to wetyourwhistles.com, they give a little, and these are like some friends at the Rosencrown that I know. I had Jen, uh, they they kind of were running it for a bunch of years. Briash or uh, no, Jen Buck. Buck, okay, and uh, or McDaniel's, Jen Buck McDaniel's, and Joey McDaniel's. Like, they, they're that that their husband and wife. And they they ran the gotcha the wet your whistles. And if you go on the, the .com, it actually shows you each stop and what the mile percentage is from the Caltrain yeah. to the bar, and then the back time and little eatery things like if they have snacks or if they don't. Like they did a pr- really good, pretty review. So if you're looking for like a, you know, like a fucking uh, pub crawl or something like that. It's pretty cool. So we did we did one without even realizing that they had it on there, and we just kind of found bars and then. But we ended up doing kind of what they said, basically without realizing it. But yeah. it'd be kind of cool, similar to like a, a bottle share like that, yeah. you know. Except you can't really, you can't jump on the bart and, and fucking chug one. We kind of <laughs> we end up <laughs> yeah. in Oakland or something. Right. Oh yeah. Um. Actually,
3: speaking of speaking of chugging beers, you are almost at your five thousandth unique check in on Untapped. That is correct, which is insane to me. (laughs) Five thousand on uh, unique check-ins. That's not um, vintages. That's not very. Or I guess that includes variants. But
2: Uh, yeah, so I use Untapped to keep up to date with what I'm currently drinking. But I have my own personal list of Google Doc because I'm a huge nerd. (laughs) That's cool, man. (laughs) I
1: I love the people. Like I think Darian used to document a bunch of shit like that, even for weed, and he would have a notebook and write it down of like all the little strands and stuff but yeah. Nice. yeah super similar to untapped like now because it's all Wait, edited, don't they you know, don't right. they have an app now where you can like rate the different strands that you
3: smoke oh probably yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah, yeah. yeah. probably
1: it's it's probably unsmoked or something <laughs> unsmoked. <laughs> I don't know. is that is that is that a thing i don't know I, So somebody needs to get work on that right now <laughs> unsmoked if it's not a thing that should be a thing that should um, be a thing so you're on the 5000 what are you on four ninety nine right now and you're waiting or are you like on No or um, are you at five thousand?
2: No, I'm at uh I'm about eighty beers away. Okay. So um right now I'm I'm planning a nice little get together party for my five thousandth. Okay. Um uh, so I'm planning it now. I'm saying like Maybe a few weeks depends how thirsty I am, you know.
1: <laughs> well, going from your Instagram, fucking you're thirsty every day. Oh yeah, Jesus, yeah, always thirsty. Jesus, always, always. thirsty on that shit. Uh,
3: this guy is single handedly keeping Pepto Bismol in business <laughs> <laughs> and Tums.
1: Yeah, oh, dude.
2: Yeah. Uh, so like, I've, I've definitely been on a a more intense path of drinking craft beers than the average person.
1: What's the What's the um, uh, What's the party uh, planning like? What are you gonna
2: um, what, so what, what are you
1: looking at, or what, what kind of event are you gonna have?
2: Won't be too. I haven't been to a
1: bottle share, so okay. you know, so kind of whatever. Describe what, if, yeah, how that works.
2: So, so, like, basically, a description of a bottle share is you invite um, x amount of people, friends, friends of friends. Uh, you bring a beer, bring two, five, however many you want to share. Mm-hmm. Bring something. Just get together and they just and everybody's share. Just pouring yeah. each. Do little samplers of everything and. Um, just bust through as many as you can.
3: Cool. Before you pass out. Yep. Just, just yeah, a word just for a the wise, if you're, if there's any brewery fans out there, don't bring any days of the week beers. <laughs> days of the week. So the days of the weeks are like Black Tuesday, which oh, is 18 oh, yeah, to 20% yeah, yeah. Imperial right. Stout. Right. And I'm all not the, trying to fucking... I, I made that mistake once and I brought <laughs> so... Chocolate Rain, which is Black Tuesday, aged in bourbon barrels with, uh, cacao nibs and vanilla bean. Yeah. And it's delicious. But... Holy shit! Knock you on your ass. <laughs> it will it will knock your ass through the floor. Yeah. Like it's just it's 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 a beast of a beer. Like you could do shots of it, and it would feel like you're doing shots of hard alcohol.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so do you have a date planned out or a, a day of the week planned out? Because I I, I want to make this, but it's yeah. Like...
2: I'll, I'll I'll let everyone know pretty soon. But okay, I'm I'm guessing maybe three to four weeks from now, give or take, um, if need be. Like my list is pretty accurate. I would imagine I'm maybe off by one or two but okay. you know in the ballpark. Yeah. I'm pretty accurate so if I need to I can even be like I'll, I'll go a couple of days without drinking a new beer. It's going to be tough. <laughs> just to match it up. But, you know, yeah. it's doable. Oh, it's definitely doable. You cr- grab <laughs> I mean, like a six-pack of something yeah, stupid exactly. and just drink it. Just something to, it's something to tide you over.
1: Yeah, and even having a six-pack of something, is like, it's not stupid. It's just have it. Just yeah, to drink it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, just solid beers to drink. Yeah. Do you have a day that you're looking at, or is it like, like uh, a Monday, Tuesday, Saturday? I usually
2: try to do Sundays. Sundays? That's with like my work schedule. On Sundays, mm. we the like, store close to five. So we can do, like, an evening.
1: Yeah, that's always share. the worst for me.
2: Yeah. It's hard when you work in retail.
1: I might, if, if if I plan this out right, I might be able to get somebody to work for me on that Sunday. Uh, and, you know, if you tell me ahead of time you get a couple of weeks, I might be able to get that Sunday off okay. just because it's a special occasion. I feel like, right. I mean, I, I try to. Not everything can be planned around my schedule, obviously, so it's like i got to be able to make some some necessarily adjustments to to make some of those things and i don't think i have anything going on majorly throughout the rest of the years and sundays are really slow most yeah. of the time so
2: yeah bartending and retail is the hardest dude it's the fucking oh, yeah
1: because yeah. you're always required just to be there and <clears throat> you're like the main person you you're, know you like, always operate on somebody else's schedule yeah it's yeah. so hard even with like the lady like you know with the girlfriend like matching any mm-hmm. any of my friends or girlfriend like it's just to find out what we can do it's like all right well we gotta plan this fucking thing out it's like yeah it's the same here like my girlfriend just she she runs a
3: a flower shop and um she just got done with her semester at school so now it's like oh my god i have free time and it's like normally you would be like oh i have a couple days off but in this case it's like oh i don't have other things to do besides work you know
1: yeah and then sometimes you find yourself just staring at the wall for a minute (laughs) because you're like I don't know what to do with myself right now. <laughs> I don't have, like. I don't have to be somewhere right now. Yeah, or... I'm like, well, I, I gotta. I have to be. So, I, so I, have, I swear I have something to do. I swear I got something to do. Now I find myself just sitting around for about an hour or two, and I'm like, oh, I can record this, and then somebody will call me or do something, and I'm like, All right, well, I want like, that one. Shit, fuck! And now I got something to do. Fucking yeah. a, god damn it! This is the 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 instance of of lost
3: responsibilities.
1: Oh yeah, definitely responsibility, man. Oh, especially as you get older, what a fucking bitch that is. Oh yeah. It's the worst, Don't man. The, the moral of the story is: don't grow up, kids. It's hard. It's, a trap. it's hard. It's terrible. It's like inevitable. You got to grow up. It, and somehow, hang on,
3: to, hang on to your toys. If as you're long Tony as Hawk, possible. man,
1: you got to made. You're just skateboarding the rest of your fucking oh, life, totally. not giving a shit. Totally. He had responsibility, but he probably didn't at the same time. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh on. no, it's stuck. No, oh, I was it, gonna, I was gonna burp really. Loud. Oh man, you missed out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was, that was, it was, it was a baby one. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was weak.
2: Shit's weak. Ah! You gotta speak up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one day, one Ooh. day I will be a big boy burper. Um. So yeah. Um. This is a podcast. Woo! No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're cranking through these beers quickly because we have. I usually only have one guest on. So since we're three. Yeah, we. I feel like we're gonna be cranking out some beers. Well, we're nearing the end of the hoppy time. Yeah, now we're getting yeah. into some
3: sours. We we got to got to get our sour pusses on. Yeah. It's going <laughs> to um, be fun. Dusty brought some awesome shit today, and I'm very excited to try these. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be
1: this podcast going to be full of beer conversations, you <laughs> and, know. As will we. So, yeah. And we're <laughs> we going to be, be full of, of, beer of beer as well. Yeah. And I, you know, like I said, if you guys are hungry, I'm making fucking some barbecue chicken sandwiches. All with dude. coleslaw.
3: Everybody come on down, get some barbecue chicken. Come mm-hmm. to my house, get
1: some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Be good all the time. time. Uh, let me grab one of these out of the fridge and get this started. Since uh, we're almost getting done with this and these are fast. And what's that clock at? Oh, we're about... Oh no, I think it's 40 seconds. Oh my, let me just take a look. Uh, oh no,
0: okay, we got it. <laughs>
1: Oh. That, was, that was that was better. That
3: was much better. So now we got that was a fragrant one. So we got about <laughs>
1: we got about 10, 10 or so minutes for this round, and then we'll stop and do another round and then we'll we'll juice it, 10 up, minutes? We'll juice it up a notch. What are
3: we gonna talk about for ten minutes? <laughs> oh, I got
1: tons of shit to talk about. <laughs> Let's talk about anal. Don't do it, kids. It's
3: messy. It's not uh, worth it. which which one is first? <laughs> um, we're gonna do the sante first, I think. The biggin. This one? Yeah. Because the little one... That's, we treat, okay, we can do that one. Dusty, are you okay with it? Yeah, we can do Are you okay Santé. with me choosing <laughs> which one you your to drink first? <laughs> so, what's what's the dealio with this?
2: Um, so, Santiadarius, probably one of my personal favorite breweries from the Bay Area. They're down in Capitola. Sweet. Um, they've always focused on uh, Saisons, sour beers, um, things fermented in oak barrels. Of course, they have their house beers, fresh IPAs, and other Belgian style beers.
3: But not Belgian in the like the bubble cum bubble cum. bubble, bubble- cum. There we, there we go. <laughs> It's a name for a band, Bubble <laughs> Or or you know, or porn star name. But anyway, that could be your name. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's not bubblegummy like you know quads and doubles or anything. These are going to be more dry, like wild ale, saisons, you know, sour tart.
2: Uh, funky, you know that sort of
3: thing.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. They're they're one of the like when you're gonna be focusing on farmhouse sales, you basically have your own house flavor, your specific yeast cultures. Yeah, that this what gives you your name. <clears throat> like this is what you're known for. Right. Um, so this is
1: their like staple kind of stuff that they. Well, these they are they crank out these the this most the, in this beer. This is the their
3: staple cultures. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's that, that's something I personally find. Uh, really fascinating. Here, let's get that hiss. Oh yeah, that, sounds, that, that, was, was, that, a, that was the that best was, one. Right, that now. was a that good was, one. That was a proper. That was pop right that there. was a good one. That's a proper pop. Um, but that's that's where I feel like um, the beer world really can compete with um, the wine world is that because you know, with wine, um, the thing that really separates all the different wineries is the terroir, like the the literal dirt in the ground that the grapes grow out of. Right. Because uh, the mineral content and all that stuff influences the flavor of the grapes. And when you have uh, when you have you know different microflora or microfauna floating around in the air, that's basically just you know big boy words for you know living shit flying around in the air. Right. But when you have a unique uh, series of those in every location on the planet, where you brew if you're making wild ales and sours becomes hugely important. Okay. Um, so, Sante, in this case, because they've gone through the effort of cultivating those wild yeasts and bacterias, um, you know, have a very distinctive thing kind of going on, you know? I feel it. Like me and Mrs. Jones, you know? Me and
1: Mrs. Jones. We got a thing going on. <laughs> we got a thing. We got a thing. <sighs> Don't worry. We'll get to that one. Oh, no. I'm just spinning. <laughs> You're spinning the bottle? Just spinning it. I'm just checking it out. We didn't get there yet. That's the begin.
3: Now, Joe, you're not big on sours, is that right? Or are you still kind of...
1: No, I like sours now. I drink all of them. Uh, I just have. There's a lot I think, of and this has to go for everything. It's like I like, I like, tartier ones, uh, but. Oh. Ooh. Like, give me a sour. I'm gonna drink it now. Before, I probably wouldn't drink. i be like, uh, okay. I'm so you want that
3: thing. big. Lacto hit that, la- yeah. that lactic acid hit. Yeah.
2: I like that. It's definitely an acquired taste. That's here. Give yeah. a give a
3: bottle shot to the the cam there. Uh,
1: this is the the bright sea blonde too. Let's sea blonde. See, here We go. Let's turn that around.
2: Uh, I'll give a little more of a description on this particular one here. Yeah. So.
1: Also, cheers, guys! Too. We can. Uh... Cheers. Well, I like the nose on it. Yeah. Very <clears throat> really nice. It's very complex.
2: Excellent. <laughs> Absolutely excellent. <laughs> so yeah, this one starts off as a sort of. Oh, that's good. Ooh. Farmhouse Blondale. They're using their house cultures. Yeah. Um, and it's being. Uh, with lemon zest and grains of paradise. I like it. Nice. I like
1: the lemons. I can taste the lemon. I think that's those are the ones I like the most. Oh, yeah. I think.
3: And, and, but at the same time, is... you're you're tasting the lemon, but you're also tasting the the sour bacteria in it. Oh too. yeah,
1: it's got it's got a yep. it's got a really good blend though with it. So I mean, hmm. this this is more of my, my style. Even being the Belgian, like I still probably wouldn't go because it's called the Belgian. I might steer clear, but maybe now. I probably shouldn't just by the name because oh, yeah. Belgians are like, eh, all right, I don't, I'm like, cause I'm not really a farmhouse kind of dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's heavy petting zoos. I'm not. You don't want to go. You don't,
3: don't want to go for a roll in the hay.
1: No, I don't want to. No, I want to roll in the hay. I don't want to. I don't want to Fuck the hay. It's, it's not not a good time.
3: No, rolling the hay means you
1: getting no, I laid. Dude. I know. I know. You're getting laid. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, have you ever fucked in the hay before? No. no exactly. No. <laughs> you ever get stuck in the ass with a, hell, a bale of hay? It's not fun. So it sounds like you have a
3: story to tell. I don't, actually. <laughs> this no. is really good.
1: This is solid, dude. This is a, this is a sour <laughs> that I would have.
2: Yeah, this is probably one of my personal favorite styles of beer, other, other than the stronger barrel-aged beers, which I'm also very fond of. But it just... It just hits the spot, you know?
1: No, no, it does. It totally does. What's the percentage on it?
2: Set- uh, this is Probably not too high. 6.2%. That's a
1: pretty good fucking sour. Because usually they're like 4 or 5. Yeah, they're usually yeah. not too strong. Yeah. Depending on the style. vices
3: tend to be super weak. They're like 3-something. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah, under, under 5. Usually under 4. Yeah. Uh, you guys got
1: any good drunk stories? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> something, something solid we can give? We can give? Oh, Jesus. Um... I, it's it's a
3: drunk story I was present at, but that I I personally wasn't acting uh, uh, interestingly with.
1: <laughs> you you weren't acting interestingly. I wasn't, but somebody
3: I was with was. Uh, so this is somebody Dusty and I have worked at James together with uh, Stu. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Stu. You don't have to give his name, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, out. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. Sorry, me. blast me him <laughs> So, John Doe. Uh, no. well,
2: if, we're, if we're talking... John
3: Stew. <laughs> John Stew.
2: If we're talking drunk stories of stew, I've got a lot of those. Ah. <laughs> oh,
3: I have, I have a good one where it, it, oddly enough, involved the days of the week beers. <laughs> Going back to that. So, um,
1: so, what's the one? What's one good one?
3: So, we were at Good Karma in San Jose, which is a vegan restaurant slash very high-end craft beer bar.
1: Right across from the OG. From yep. the OG.
3: Yep. Um, and it was there was a brewery event there, and... I think there were maybe less than 10 beers there. Right? Well, it, we, there, were, there was a lot of beer there, and very few of them were below 10% ABV.
1: So, okay, so every beer was high as fuck, uh, basically. Uh, Most of
3: them were astonishingly high alcohol. Yeah. Um, so, like, there was Smoking Wood, which was 14%. Uh, Stu brought a bottle of Stone, Feodor's Classic, which is a bourbon barrel-aged Imperial Stout, that was 12%. Yeah. Um, the brewery rep had brought... Mocha Wednesday, you see you see why they're called days of the week, because they're all named after a day of the week. Mocha right. Wednesday was Black Tuesday with chocolate and coffee added. Um, Grey Monday, which uh, was Black Tuesday with hazelnuts added. Of course, Black Tuesday, nobody brought chocolate rain, but there was like, just so much astonishingly sh- strong beer. And Stu was, he was white girl wasted. Uh, like, he, he was just like stumbling over himself and just like, hey, I really like this beer, man. It's so good. And like, we were saying like, oh, hey, let's go to ISO around the corner. He was like, dude, totally, I'll be right there. Uh, let me just go grab my bike because, you know, when he, when he goes out to bar hopping, he takes his bike right Okay. Along. Rather um, than drive or whatever yeah. that
1: stuff, yeah. Um, just, just still dangerous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know somebody the people that crash their fucking bike going home. <laughs> a lot of people, actually. And so he runs, out to si- runs outside and gets his bike, and I'm
3: sitting there waiting uh, with my girlfriend at the time, and we're just like, where the hell is Stu? We're waiting on him. And I texted him, and he was like, oh, dude, I jumped off VTA. Wait, where were we going? <laughs> it's, it's not a terribly funny story, but it's just like this, the total, like, complete forgetfulness of just between going out and getting his bike in. They're just like, well, I guess I'm going home now I'm outside. So I must be going home.
1: Yeah. Um, cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good story. Mine's better. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually told the story in the one podcast, but the podcast, uh, I took it down cause the girl didn't want it up. Uh-huh. Um, but we were talking about pooping and <laughs> she had this party. Uh, it was like her last, last, uh, her, the last party was done uh, with work. So it was like her end of work party, like she's like now I'm going back to school. You know, so you know, I went down there and she had these like uh big sheets of uh like uh writing paper basically in the bathrooms and it was like tell me your best shit story of what happened. And a bunch of people like wrote in of like, you know, what happened like was one of the best shit stories, you know. So I told it. I think on that podcast, but like I said the podcast got taken down and a lot of people didn't get to hear it and they So I felt like this. I'm gonna have to double tell the story because it has to do with being drunk as well. Uh, So we went to, so me and my friend went to the city in New York City, and we went to a show on the Hudson Bay, on the Hudson River right there. It was in it in it was uh, the band called the Hold Steady. I don't know if you heard that band before. Mm -hmm. Pretty pretty good band. Uh, My friend really liked them, and we're like, he got tickets. Like, dude, let's go to New York City, get drunk, fuck, do this thing. So we went to, and I'm always fucking. Blanking on the god Mixorley's. Uh, Mixorley's in New York City. We went there, and basically, you can get two beers. You can get light or dark. That's all you can get there.
3: <laughs> so, a thriving craft beer. Community,
1: yeah, then. thriving craft. It's two beers. That's it. There's no music in there, there's no n- TVs, there's nothing. It looks like you walked into like uh, 1800s New York City. It's fucking awesome. It's the coolest thing. It does sound awesome. It's super cool. And you get all, they're all like um, little half pints, uh, like mugs. Little half-pint mugs. Mm. And you order four at a time. So
3: it's like an English kind, yeah. of,
1: kind of thing. And you order four at a time. You're like, I'll take two too light and two dark. And, and the guy <laughs> brings over, like, 18 glasses and, like, slams them down on the table. You know what I mean? Oh, jeez. So he brings, like, you know, he comes by and he's got every single glass. And he's like, and he fucking slams them down on the table. Like, it's like <laughs> it's like a fucking huge ruckus, right? Even worse than that. <laughs> uh, so me and my friend go there for the first time and just get fucking wasted with these pilots. They're all flying in. we like their their pilot in, gear in and uniform you know, all that stuff yeah totally yeah. straight out of fucking catch me if you can kind of pilot like leonardo <laughs> dicaprio oh like airline pilots yeah like like airline pilots we're not talking like they top got the gun fucking here. no 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 they got the fucking the badges on and stuff they're dressed up they're like at the hat they're medals like, and all that yeah yeah
3: i guess it wouldn't be metal it'd be a badge. Yeah, yeah
1: they're like walking around like just like pilots like fucking dudes who fly like, for, so, like legit so these for guys, airlines, but they didn't have the need for speed no, they didn't have any. <laughs> but anyway, they ended up buying us like three rounds. They're like, "Let's go on us, come on, dude!" And we're like, "Drinking because you can't sit by yourself. You sit at a group, a big table. It's a big round wooden table, right?"
3: Well, shit, don't those guys make like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year? Yeah, probably. Like they,
1: they, they. And these beers are two fifty. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just fucking buying right. We didn't give a shit. But we yeah. so we walked out of there day drunk, fucking pissing in the park and shit already. So we're pissing in the park, doing all this stuff, right? We go to the show. Get more drinks, you know, we're drinking, you know, Jameson and other beers, yes. whatever beer they have on tap. I don't even remember what beers they had on tap. Super cool vibe. It was like right on the river. It was like a summer day. Show was awesome. We got done with the show. Decided it was a good idea that we should probably eat something. Probably. Because we haven't eaten all day. <laughs> you know, it was like, we should probably eat something after the show. And then we're like, well, let's get another beer as well. So we went to this bar, got another beer. I had a we had a fat ass fucking burger, like solid, you know, fucking bacon, cheese, all that good stuff, fries. Righteous. I had another Guinness. I had one more Guinness with the with the meal, and then we're like, oh shit, we got to catch the train back to New Jersey because there's a, a path train. Like, all right, sweet, let's we got to do that. So we like hurry up real fast and just like left and ran and got got the train. So it starts going back, and there's probably about ten or so stops to the path train for, off of this train. It's like kind of getting the Caltrain to the Milbrae to the Bart, kind of like that. There's a lot of stops, sort of, give or take. But this is on a subway, and I'm like, dude, I got to shit. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going. We, I gotta, I'm, we're, we gotta go back, dude. I'm like, yeah, but I gotta go now. I'm like, it's, I can't hold it, dude. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I was like, how many more stops? He's like, Pff, I don't know, like five. I was like, ah, it's not gonna work. Well, I'm not going to work for me. Five stops? It's it's one of those ones
3: like, no, you don't understand the gravity of this situation. Yeah, it's like,
1: I've been drinking all day, ate one thing, and it's like...
3: It just kind of came out of nowhere. It's like, no, you need to to shit now.
1: It was a punch (laughs) in the stomach, and you're like, I'm going to go here on the floor if I don't go find a bathroom. (laughs) He's like, well, I'm not going with you, dude. not going with you. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll see you at the train station. And I was like... So I was like, I jumped off, and I'm running through the city like Forrest Gump, fucking look, and it's like nighttime, and like all these big skyscrapers, I'm like, I gotta find somewhere to How, shit. how did you not shit yourself? I have no in idea. I have no idea. I finally found the bar. I found this bar somewhere, and I was like, oh, dude, can I, I, re- can I use your bathroom? I really have to go. I was like yeah yeah it's all good it's all good so i was like cool so you know when did my business i'm sure you were doing like the poo poo dance yeah yeah for sure (laughs) when did my business probably one of the best shits i probably had you know that i can't remember because i was fucking wasted finally got relieved of all the pressure i was like ah all right so i jump back on the train go to penn station there's one there's a train sitting there with the doors open i run on the train and I'm like, I look around, I'm like looking for my friend, but I'm like, it's, you know, it's a big train, but I'm like looking around, I'm like, I don't think this is the right train. There's a lot of people on here, but it's not, I don't, this is, I think it's going somewhere else. It's in New York City. They fucking go everywhere. And I'm like, I don't think this is the right one. So I jumped off the train, the doors close, it goes away. And I asked the, the, the conductor, the next guy or one of the security guards, I was like, uh, is there no, I was like, where's the, the, the path train back to Jersey? And he was like, uh, that was the one that's, that's the last one.
0: Oh
3: fuck. And it was like
1: two in the morning and I was like oh fuck. I was like, when's the next train then? He's like six AM mm-hmm. I was like, Looks like I'm sleeping in Penn Station. Oh man. So my friend left me there, he got on the thing, he went and we we live an hour away from New York City, so we actually drove all the way home too. He fucking drove home. And damn dude. And I woke up I sat asleep on the floor at Penn Station and I was just like with all the bums and shit. The next morning, I finally got the the train at 6 a.m. Drove back to New Jersey. My phone is dead. There's a payphone there. I don't know his number. Oh, no. There's only one number I know, and it's my ex. My ex's number, by heart. And I'm like, I got to call her, because she has his number. She has to have his number. And I'm like, I have... So, I, like, wake her up. I'm like, yeah, if I, if I, my, my friend left me. You know, I need you to call him, and I need, you know... Need him to fucking pick me up, cause uh, I had to sleep at Penn Station. It's fucking six a.m. here, and you know I'm fucking, I was fucking wasted, and blah blah blah. And damn, dude. She's like, all right. I'm like, call me back at this payphone number. Blah 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 blah. And then you know, fucking. And then he like calls me like, dude, what's up? I was like, why did you drive all the way to fuck home? Why'd you just stay here and sleep in your car? He's like, I don't know. I was fine. It's whatever. I'm like, fuck. I was like, just come here and pick me up, dude. I'm gonna wait there till like nine a.m. for him to fuck come grab me finally. Damn. All that because I had the shit. <laughs> that's one little shit. There's, a, there's always that one little yeah. shit. Yeah, it's my poop story.
3: That's a good story. Solid. That's a, that's, a, that's a much better story than mine. I've <laughs> well, got i I've I've got a better one, and I want to tell it later. All right, but I don't cool. want to hear what Dusty's best drunk story is, well, or or a good one. Know, doesn't that, be the
1: best, you know. Yeah, that you want to tell.
2: Nothing too crazy for me. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> Well, um, we're it's on to gotta story There's got to be, then, no. it's gotta
1: be a something that you did that wasn't boring. No. Well, even, even if you shit your pants, that's not boring <laughs> at all.
2: Um, well, the only thing I can think of is I we went to, Stu and I... <laughs>
1: name drops him. <'em>. Yep. <laughs> um, Stu, sorry,
2: buddy. Uh, we went to a, a, beer, a beer event. So lots of things on tap to drink. Oh, yeah. But all of we all, all my our buddies, we got together and we did a bottle share in the middle of this beer event. Yeah. And I want to say we had maybe a five or six year vertical of Firestone and Parabola. Oh, these are so, about fourteen percent bourbon barrel aged stouts. And we drank. Thir-
1: you said thirteen, right?
2: Thirteen to fourteen. Thirteen to fourteen, yeah, in between. <clears throat> um, so we had about five or six of them, all oh. different years. Yeah, inside in the middle of this uh, beer event, so drinking, drinking. Big vertical, other things got opened, more drinking, no food, obviously. Nothing there's yeah, no, 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 no There's no time for that. <laughs> yeah, no time for food. We need yeah. a beer. <laughs>
1: That's not the life.
2: <laughs> yeah. But luckily, we, uh, someone drove us there and drove us back. So needless to say, I don't really remember the drive back, but yeah. but made it, <laughs> made it home. Made it home. Made it home. Nothing too crazy happens, but hmm. I'm probably one of the drunkest I've I've been yeah, the drunkest that you've ever been. been.
1: Yeah. Being of all the beer you drink, you think you'd have some more? Like, you would think so. Have you been? You would, have you blacked out a couple times, or not really? You um, gonna, to me, you like don't remember anything besides the drive home?
2: Yeah, um, definitely. But you know, luckily, no, I've never been anywhere that needed to leave. Yeah. I could just always you know crash or dusty. Is my you're place? too responsible. Eh, you're way too responsible. Hey,
1: you're that. You're the slogan, dude, of drink <laughs> responsibility, <laughs> Because <laughs> you find a way to get blacked out or whatever, yeah. and be like. Everything is fine. I you have know. an exit strategy. <laughs> strategy. Strategy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm always like one step ahead of the game. Yeah. The beer doesn't get me, <laughs> and some one day it will. I, I, I. The beer doesn't get me. I get the beer. <laughs> I get the beer.
3: Yeah. Actually, so all right. I. I. So I want to tell my better story.
1: All right. You can um, tell the better story. So. And then we'll move on to round two. After this, we'll take a break. Right on. Um. He he wants to hear it too. <laughs>
3: I don't know why that that was. I'm just pushing buttons sometimes. <laughs> just start mashing things. Yeah, um, but anyway, this was this was a long time ago. This was I think like eight years ago, um, and uh, I this was
1: for. Of course you do, babe. <laughs> what? Laura's like, of course I start listening when everybody's talking about shit. (laughs) I was actually the only one talking about shit, but, you know, we're going We
3: were just listening to a story about shit. Yeah, that was was my story. (laughs) But anyway, so this was like eight years ago. Um, And my girlfriend at the time, um, it was going to be her birthday weekend, uh, which also happened to fall around Mother's Day. So it's in May. Um, And the we decided we were going to go up to Napa Valley and spend the weekend there. We had, um, I, I have a family friend who used to have a, a literal mansion in, 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 Napa Valley. Um, so, you know, we got to be just through the courtesy of his friendship, you know, got to go up there and spend some time up there every yeah. once in a while. And, um, you know, it was, it was her birthday. It was my mom, it was mother's day. So we were kind of like, it was kind of like a two for holiday, which was, you know, shitty boyfriend status on my part. It's like, <laughs> I like I want to celebrate your birthday, but I also gotta do the thing with my mom, so let do this.
1: Together, it's fine. Um, Chewing the wand, dude. Yeah. That's what you happen. <laughs> that's why I have dual birthdays. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you have the same birthdays as me? Let's just have a party together. Now, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I want my own fucking birthday. My own fucking party. <laughs> I'm special. I think somewhere it's like, around. So that's why I feel bad for
3: people who are like born on Christmas or around Christmas. Because uh, like, so this is worst, dude. Sorry, dude. Like you don't get two parties. You get yeah. one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Even January sucks too. Right after January. Hey, my birthday's in January. I know. It's, but you still get like it's you no, get I presents. Get, I get two. But it's, it sucks that it's like right after, and you're like. For the, the, the guy who's got to buy you shit. Oh, yeah, you're like, totally. This, I bought this motherfucker this, Christmas this motherfucker. present. <laughs> this guy thinks he needs two presents in a row oh, for the, every month. The best part is my dad's
3: birthday is four days after mine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nice. So our so, birthdays anyway. usually good. Yeah. oh, got celebrated together. But anyway, so um, um, so we're going to the, up to Napa.
1: Yep, you're celebrating two parties in one.
3: Two parties in one. The day before, um, some a couple more friends of mine... I and my girlfriend got together at my place, and we got really drunk. We got amazingly drunk. Before going out, or... Before, the day before, we were going to drive before. up to Napa. Okay, the day before. The day before. The, the, okay. Actually, not even the day before. The literal night before we were going to drive up to Napa, like, early in the morning. We got, like, holy shit drunk. Like
1: white people drunk. <clears throat>
3: yes, like white people drunk. Um, so... We started... With um, with white Russians, so mm. we had the cream, we had the Kahlua, we had the vodka. We ran out of Kahlua, so we started making mudslides. Boom! So we just started like blending them, and eventually we ran out of cream. So we just started making. We we had some like Red Bulls, so we just started making those. Uh, so it was just a shitload of vodka, a shitload <laughs> of sugar, uh, a shitload of bad decisions, and all I had eaten prior to any of this. Was was a
1: rotisserie chicken, <laughs> like a whole one? <laughs>
3: I I, I, I was like, meat. I need to eat something, otherwise I'm going to be too fucked up. And I just and that was the only thing I saw that sounded good. So I was just like, Fuck it! I'm eating a whole rotisserie chicken. Um, you ate the whole thing? That's I didn't awesome. eat, I ate the I ate the better part of it. I ate what I could with my hands. Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was just okay. like I
1: I, I just de- like you've never seen. You're like at medieval times, like tearing this chicken off. It's <sighs> just like yeah.
3: <sighs> Like I'll you eat your leg bitch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And so I was just tearing this chicken apart eating it yeah. while I'm drinking. And friends leave. We go to bed I and I'm like, "Oh, this is no. This is a bad <laughs> this time." This is a bad time. The room starts spinning real bad. Um, and I go in the bathroom and I am I'm hugging the to- I'm literally hugging the toilet. And I'm I'm so, I'm still so drunk. And I'm so toxic that I'm just like going, (laughs) and I'm like, you know, just like, like my girlfriend or my, my, my ex at that point was like, was like. She felt bad for me at first, but after a while, she started getting really annoyed. She was like, this is supposed to be my birthday weekend, and you're being a total asshole right now. <laughs> uh, and- this party's about me, not about you being yeah. sick, you fuck. Uh, no, and I was just like, I, I destroyed my own bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like...
1: This is at your house. It was at yeah. my
3: house. I'm, I'm wrapped around my own toilet. She's mad at me while I'm, you know, dying.
1: <laughs> Isn't that a, like... You know your girlfriend to be mad at you it was like, why are you dying? It's like stop dying. you when you're down.
3: Yeah, there's I mean, there's a reason why we're exes now. So yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah, um, somebody that can't take care of you.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, you know, they I feel sympathy
3: for I, when you're I, dying. I in, in the event in the event that she's watching this, I just wanted to know that I don't blame her for that. I definitely overdid it that night. It was my fault. It happens. My bad. Over it. You know, and the fact the that end. I decided to eat a rotisserie chicken to prevent me from getting drunk. Yeah, that's a pretty dumbass maneuver right No carbs, bro. No, no carbs. carbs. You just
1: like, you went for the, I should have just, the paleo? You went for the paleo. Like, <laughs> I should have just
3: bought a loaf of bread and eaten that.
1: Or just a shitload <laughs> of rice and made it and just ate that. It,
3: but I can't, you can't wait. You can't it's wait.
1: It's true. You that. can't wait. So no. any,
3: so the story does not end there. <laughs> Good. Uh, so <laughs> I, I destroyed my own toilet. There's shredded chicken and puke everywhere. Um, and I finally get to like I barely get a night's sleep. And then um, my mom comes to pick us up because <laughs> we all drive up together. Yeah. And we didn't take a straight shot there. We took, I, I forget what highway we took there, but it was pretty bendy. <laughs> and uh, I, I was so hungover. Actually, I was still like pretty drunk. So I, I like, I, I was, I was, it was just like hanging around, you know? Yeah. And, um, uh, Every time we went around a turn, I was just like, "Oh, I was, it was like, oh no, this isn't
1: good." Are you in the back seat? <laughs> I'm in the back seat. Dude, the back seat's the worst when you're yeah. sick, dude. Not good. Yeah,
3: and it, the whole way, I'm just like touch and go, just like really like, oh, this is not good. This is not good. Uh, and my mom's like, she, she's being really sympathetic, but you can kind of tell she's like, you fucking. <laughs> and my girlfriend's sitting up front with her, so she's just like, "I don't even." Just talking I'm, shit
1: about I'm, you. I don't even be this motherfucker. Market.
3: Yeah, no, she wasn't even talking shit. She was still like annoyed.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're both thinking that that like, what a piece of shit you are right now. <laughs> yeah, You're totally. like, "Pardon so, me, so that, first time you ever got drunk."
0: It wasn't even no, the first no, time I've no, 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 I got no,
3: drunk either. No, I'm just saying. I think this is the first time I got really drunk. Um, and we're going up these curvy roads. I'm about to lose it, and then finally. Um, in Nap, like just outside of Napa Valley, there's this huge intersection. It's like where two five lane highways come to meet and, uh, you know, there's red lights on both sides. I think there was like a turn going on and finally we come to a stop and I was like, okay, I can't anymore. And I just like, just pardon me for a moment. I dive out of the car and I run to the, uh, we're like three lanes in. And I run across two lanes of traffic to get to the crosswalk, and I just destroy the the, the telephone pole that was there. Or it was like a light pole. Yeah, and I just blow chunks Threw all over all the place, over that shit, all over it. And naturally, because there's two five lane highways coming to interact, with, you know, intersection with each other. Every, there's like got to be like a hundred plus cars around us, and they're all honking, go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, motherfucker! This guy puked. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're just, everybody's honking and screaming. It's, it's like, oh god, oh Jesus! And the, the coming to the close of the story here. Um, we, I get back in the car. My mom's like, "Hey, you feel better?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I feel so much better." Um, and we round the corner.
0: Whoop! Hmm.
3: Cop pulls. We got us a over. cop pull over. We got pulled over by cop. Pulls my mom out of the car. So, myself and my ex are sitting in the car, just waiting. And <laughs> <laughs> it was somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and we see them talking. They start, they start laughing. And like, what the hell's going on? But the leading up to this, we're like, oh God, like what's going on? Are we going to
0: be okay? Yeah. Are we going to be okay?
3: Like, this is Napa. So it's like white people police. Know. <laughs> and, um, and my mom gets back in the car. She's laughing her ass off. She's like, oh, man. <laughs> so in Napa, apparently, when one of the occupants in the vehicle is drunk, because uh, there's so many wineries out there who to Oh, right. Sticks, so if somebody's drunk if in the car? one person is in the car puking their guts out, that means there's a high likelihood that the driver oh, is drunk, too. Right. So that's why they pulled my mom. Gotcha. And... She's saying, no, I'm not drunk. They're just drunk, hungover from last night. It's like four in the afternoon. The cop was like, oh Jesus! Like in the afternoon, what the hell were they drinking? She's like, white Russian. Even the cop was like, ugh.
0: So <laughs> you are an idiot.
3: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that is that is my drunk story of how my ex got mad at me because I drank too much. I puked in the side of the road in Napa, and then we. And got your mom over. got pulled over because you puked, and then my mom got. Pulled out, uh, pulled over, and pulled out of the car because I puked.
1: Man, did that? You, did you end up drinking a nap too? Uh,
3: a little bit. Very so little. I was so toxic for most of the weekend. That it just like it, uh, I just uh, I think I think the very last place we went to go eat, I had a glass of wine, and that was it. Yeah, I was just I was I was not I was not a happy puppy.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back with round two, maybe some more drunk stories and some better—not be- better beers, but some more beers. Uh, dude, I do. So I just want to say this, is, more this is this is a solid, probably one of the better sours that I've had too, for a while. Actually, yeah. right now, uh, I really like this one. This yeah. one,
3: this one's getting a high rating.
1: But yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be back uh, in a couple of minutes. So stay tuned or don't, but you should. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have some. We'll, we'll juice it up a little. We'll, uh, we'll we'll do some blow. No, I'm just kidding. Hey,
3: <laughs> all right. all
1: right we're gonna take a little musical break here gonna play something by all james Uh, i wrote this song one of my very first trips i came out to california and uh, i tried out for uh, a punk band called craig's brother uh it was a weird weekend Uh, i feel like i didn't get a fair shot at trying out but uh it wasn't Uh, a bad experience. It was actually a really good experience for me. Uh, I think I wasn't ready for the level of what was going on. Um, But it was super fun. Those guys are super cool. Uh, They're from Santa Cruz. They're such a good band. I wish I could play one of their songs so you can hear how how great they are. Maybe uh, I can get in contact with them one day and play play a Craig's Brother song for you. Or if not, you can just go check it out for yourself. Um, But this song I wrote uh was full of energy and you know uh it was a weird uh songwriting experience but it came out really well and i hope you enjoy it this song is from all james it's called the real california <laughs>
0: There worries. no found- words Again. Again, right down in the door I cried with laughter, what after We'll fuck some time we may take us blind. never play Community calls, gotta fuck it.
1: Up in here.
3: Oh, we're getting caught up. Okay.
1: I'm down. I gotta make more hip-hop beats. Welcome back to round two. Round two. We're gonna get fucked up in this round. We're gonna talk shit. Oh shit, we We gotta get wild. We gotta get wild. We gotta give the audience what they need. We need sex, hip-hop, and more sex.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And you gotta lubricate it all with beer.
1: All, all with beer. Alright, welcome back to the podcast. If you're tuning in now, we drank three beers. One was our own. One was from Barrel House, was a juicy IPA, which is pretty good. And the other one was uh, the Bright Sea... Bright Sea Bright. Bright Sea Bright. Bright Sea Blonde. Bretzy Blonde from yeah. Sante
3: Adarius
1: and Rustic Ales it was a fucking delicious sour and you said from Carmel? Kurt um Catalina? Santa Capitola I Capitola think. not Cat this is no fucking <laughs> Catalina wine mixer this is Capitola yo Fucking Catalina wine mixer! Fucking Catalina wine mixer! God damn it! Where's but the, no, it's uh, where, where's
3: the where's the soundboard for
1: that one? Huh? Well, I'm still queuing it up. <laughs> I don't have a goddamn you know one of those guys. <laughs> I don't have one of those fucking you know. I'm sorry. See, <laughs> I would already have my man on that, like behind the scenes <laughs> guy, being like, like fucking hitting buttons all day, like that kind of shit. I know. All right. So, uh, yeah, if you're just tuning in, we're uh, we're still fucking around. getting on to numero cuatro. We are on the Cuatro Beater. What do we so got? So? What do we got? What's happening? Dust, you want to talk about
2: it? Yeah. So I uh, brought something out of my cellar this time. Uh, it is a Almanac Brandy Barrel Pesh from... 2013.
1: Damn, we're going old school. I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. We're going back in time. It's like like Michael J. Fox style. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back
2: in so this, time. This one is a sour aged in brandy barrels with peaches. Ooh, this, this is sounds one good. of my personal favorites from them.
1: Have you had the 2013 already?
2: I've had this multiple times. Okay, sweet. This is this is a first
3: for me because I've had sours aged in spirit barrels before. Like I've had brandy barrel aged sours, or I've had uh, bourbon barrel aged sours. Um, and I've had plenty of wine barrel aged sours, but never a brandy barrel aged Never
1: more. a brandy barrel.
3: So, I am very much looking forward to
1: this, and, you know, peach sours are just phenomenal. Yes. Well, you, and you know, I'm just sliding my glass over, you know. No, also, you you, no, you can fine. go first. Yeah, it's fine. You but can go fine. first before I, me.
3: Look, I understand <laughs> what you were trying to say by sliding your glass closer to me. It's fine.
1: I didn't have a button for that. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss my to- butt. <laughs> that's probably all I had. <laughs> there you go. Thanks give, dude.
3: Give a nice big
1: four. Yeah. Ooh, look at the look at the color on that. I like it. Yeah, it's like orangey. There you go. I'll give it a little give it a little And
3: this is this is old almanac too. So this is back before they were trying to crank out
1: fruited sours every month. Almanac is Almanac is where? San Francisco. San Francisco.
2: Yeah, so they brew mm. their beer at Hermitage in San Jose. And then now <laughs> they have their own barrel room, where they keep their beers aging in oak barrels. Okay. Yeah. Um, But everything gets um, brewed and bottled at Hermitage in San Jose. Nice. Wait, so they're they're aging it in San Francisco. So, the Almanac as a company is from San Francisco. Oof. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they brew and or age in San Francisco. I'm actually not sure where their barrel room is. Yeah. Um, They have a facility somewhere where they have their barrels. Because
3: I, w- I would assume that if they're aging it in San Francisco, that re- you know, regardless of where the wort yeah. is and where it's bottled, the bacterial cultures and the yeast cultures are still in San Francisco. Yeah. So, oh,
2: so they recently opened up a tap room in San Francisco. Mm. Okay. And they have all their beers uh, there on tap. And they, they bust out quite a lot. So they do two different sours every single month. Damn. Which is a wow. lot. Wow.
1: That is cranking out some shit. Yeah. Alright, well let's get down to it, it's gentlemen. hard. Gentlemen. Cheers. 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 Awesome. Two thousand thirteen, man. I yep. was thirty-three. It's <laughs> four years ago. Mm. That's when I moved here, actually. Oh fuck. Oh no, yeah, four years ago. Oh fuck. That is really good. Well, that's solid. That's a mouthfuck right there, that's nice. Oh. Smooth though. That's yeah, that's virtually.
3: not mouth fucking. that's mouth making no, the, That's
1: Yeah, the, that's yeah, that's that's more of a you know, brown chicken, brown
2: cow. <laughs> this is
1: this is some love
3: gravy right here, man. Yeah, I like it.
1: It's solid.
2: Yeah, and it's also love.
3: disgusting to think about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Chris would be happy that I did that.
3: Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, you know, I got to say, we were talking about this, um, but, you know, there's another Bay Area sour company called Rare Barrel. That, Rare, Barrel. Rare, Barrel. Rare Barrel. Rare Barrel. Yeah. We, we, mm-hmm. We've all had Rare Barrel. Before. Yeah, we've had,
1: had Rare Barrel before. before.
3: And I thought they were good. Um, but, you know, I put a little thought into it, and I realized that even though Almanac is cranking out beers at a breakneck pace, and the quality's dropped a little bit because of, I
1: still like them better than Rare Barrel. They're probably like, still small batch, though, right? Or no? Right? They're not distributing, like, yeah, wide. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all very small. Yeah, I mean, it's all West Coast. Almanac right,
2: yeah. has uh, some distro. I think they just recently, well I say recently, maybe like a year ago, uh, broke into, like, Chicago area. Okay. Uh, Which Rare Barrel is still just brewery only. And a few bottle shops throughout the Bay Area.
3: Nice. But the thing I've noticed about Rare Barrel beers, and I'm probably going to get crucified for saying this, but I feel like their sours are really one-dimensional. Whereas with an Almanac, you get all these layers of complexity.
1: Does Rare Barrel do Super Massive? That kind of shit? Or is it somebody else?
2: Supermassive massive sounds. Yeah, like super massive I'll sounds. There. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah they usually have wherever some, wherever. some kind of like. Yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah, they have like an astrology kind of theme to yeah, their beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. With the one dimensional, I'm, I'm it's like, I kind of, I kind of like relate on this to the to like recipes. Like, if you're like cooking something or doing something, it's like, if you're the the chef or the brewer, mm-hmm. you always kind of have a backbone and you like do that recipe and then throw other shit in, right? Yeah. Right. And you kind of like. So I kind of feel like that with the sour, like you were saying, it's kind of a one dimension. It's like
3: right. Well, the, well it the has thing, a
1: similar taste to all of them.
3: Well, the thing with Rare Barrel is their their wort is all brewed at Heretic, um, right. so Heretic takes care of the wort, and then Rare Barrel just um, ages it and mm. makes it sour. Yeah, um, for sure. The the problem is, it's just whatever the cultures are, they're they're nowhere near as complex as they are as what Almanac's using. Yeah,
2: yeah. Sometimes that just takes takes time to. Come up with their own cultures and yeah, and uh, just see what works and what doesn't work. No, nah, true. And Russian <clears throat> <throat> beers are delicious. They are good. Um, They're solid. They I... have they have a goal where they just want just nice flavored sour beers, and you know if that's all you want, then that's that's fine. They're that's what you're getting because
1: it's pretty solid. We have a we have like at least I think there's four of them uh, at L Arsenal for the bottles yeah. you can buy. Yeah, so I, I think mean, so. yeah, I've had I've had most of them. Uh, it's kind of cool because they do a lot, like, people there, too, at that, brewery, like, bot, or that bar, uh, bottle share a lot, too, just by, like, a customer will go in and buy one Rare Barrel or something and he'll pop it and be like, you guys want a taste? All right. And it'll just be shared. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah. Big bottle. It's always nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, like, and, you know, going back to my point. like I'm if, not
3: getting you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I wouldn't turn one down, but I wouldn't necessarily buy one. Okay. Whereas with Almanac. You're going to buy it. I'd spend my money on it. Okay. You know? And the clown car agrees. I'm better yeah. than, I'm better than him.
1: They <laughs>
2: agree. <laughs> I'm better than that guy. We're
1: fucking we're Rastafari <laughs> ended up here or whatever. That's the Rastahorn. horn. Um, supposedly.
2: If if we're we're talking like complex sours, oh that's why God. I love that's why I love Sante so much. Yeah. Because they just take it to the next level and they have their own identity
3: oh yeah i mean they're they're like an old world yeah. sour maker they're yeah. gonna but be compar- d- don't you think that's
1: better stuff. in the brewing processes like making sours a le- like legit like taking absolutely do, do, do they take yeah. the time yeah so it takes six months to whatever a yeah. year and a half to I'm, ferment mm-hmm. i mean rather than being like Lactose, exactly, lactose, yeah. boom, boom, boom. All right, it's ready in fucking four weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, that I mean, shows with, with everything. That's the weird thing You're about taking Almanac the easy way is out. Kind of is yeah. they
3: do have. They're kind of like straddling line between Rare Barrel, where they're just cranking them out, yeah, and Sante, where they're taking their time. And you know, Sante makes fantastic stuff. Like, um, if you if it was between Sante and Almanac, I'd take Sante every time, right? But if it was between Almanac and Rare Barrel, it would be Almanac every time, yeah. Like I, and, you know, I, I like rare barrel. I just I don't think they've got the I don't think they've got the goods compared to you know the other guys.
1: And yeah, I mean, <clears throat> well, like I said, it's tasty. You know, they're, they're like what you were saying that they're trying to create create a flavorful, nice sour beer. Yeah, yeah. they're they're
3: fruited know? and there's a little oak in there, and that's fine. But, you know, you just don't have that complexity. You You don't have the
1: age is what I'm thinking. You don't have that age, like that that time. The time is like, even if you make a soup, right? You make a soup and the more you let it sit overnight. If you made a soup that first night. It's fine. It's fine. It's great. It's fantastic. If you let it marinate more overnight and let all the flavors just like soak in and really mix. The next day, heat it back up. It's the fucking best soup you've ever had. It's like trying to make pulled pork, Dusty. You can you can <laughs> comment on this.
3: Uh, it's like trying to make pulled pork in three hours versus ten hours. Oh yeah, you oh, can't. Yeah, it's it's time. It.
1: Like time is the time is the best thing you can spend on things. And like time. I feel like everybody just tries to crank shit out, and it's it's not the right move. Like you can crank music out all day too, right? Like your favorite band can be mm-hmm. like, all right, we're making a fucking album every year. And you're like, you should calm down. Maybe make an album every three years because I mean, it's granted, the, time the, the Beatles did that. Well, the Beatles, that's pop. It's pop
3: rock. But but that was also in a time where an album had four songs on it.
1: Yeah, and they probably had songs already ready to crank out. They probably had three albums before they had three albums. I mean, those
3: guys were creative powerhouses. Yeah.
1: So they could have done whatever they wanted. Of course. And the Beatles are awesome. I mean, they had some of the most iconic songs of all time. But I would say if you had some of the bands now back then, like vice versa, like... There might, be, there might be a little little difference going on, you know? Totally. People might take their time to actually create something really, really good. Yeah. I think well, people I'm, are just throwing shit out, like, immediately. It's yeah. not I mean, good.
3: It's the whole recording process down. back then was... I, I mean, granted, they, they probably viewed it as this huge convenience. Like, oh, my God, we can record stuff, and it's com- it relatively easy compared to when recording first started. Nowadays, like any idiot with an iphone can record a hit single <laughs> welcome know. to my
1: podcast any idiot can do anything <laughs> now and it just takes me to figure out how to make all those things work together
3: Well know those but that was the thing i saw like uh I, I forget where i saw this but like apparently kendrick lamar kendrick lamar his producer did everything on his fucking iphone he was like 17 years old really yeah it was it was 100 oh, I, I heard that too yeah
1: which is kind of shitty. <laughs> I,
3: I mean, obviously, I'm the biggest rap fan in the world because I know exactly what album I'm talking about here. <laughs> I mean, we're but... huge rap fans in this room, oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. this is the
1: biggest rap group we've ever had.
3: Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, watch out, folks. This is the next Wu Tang clan. Watch out. We're
1: the Beastie Boys right now, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I'll take Beastie Boys over Wu Tang. I like, Although oh, Wu Tang is alright. Yeah, yeah you know. don't be talking shit about I'm not talking okay. shit about the Wu Tang. I'm not talking shit. just saying, yo. But no, but. I mean that's the, the convenience that we have with these phones and, and actually fucking devices that we were able to do and just fucking power through shit like if the Beatles could have did that pff, uh, I don't know where would they be
3: it, I guess I guess it's, it's that argument it's like what would you happen if you if you took a modern bow and arrow bow and arrow bow and arrow bow and arrow yeah, air. yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when you don't have the arrow you just have bow and arrow yeah uh, bow
1: and arrow
3: I'm, I'm funny <laughs> that, and that's what happened if I'd shoot an arrow just go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, but that—that's that whole argument. If you send a modern, if you gave caveman the ability to manufacture weapon or like manufacture stuff the same way we manufacture stuff now, they would just come up with the best bow and arrow of all time. Of course, if you didn't, if you didn't have the context of like, you know, what is you know what is a bow and arrow fundamentally? How can you make a bow and arrow better? You know what can what can it be besides a bow and arrow? Like they wouldn't necessarily know that there were things besides bow and arrows.
1: Well, that's when they created the wheel. Then they're like, "Oh, there's
3: wheels on the arrow." But 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 that's what I'm saying is right? that like that progress in technology wouldn't happen if they didn't learn it as time progressed. Oh, of Whereas, course, it, no, of yeah. course.
1: So, but yeah, I mean, who knows know. what
3: the Beatles might have created if they had the ability to create music so easily like we do today?
1: Yeah, because it took a really long time <clears throat> to record music. It took a really fucking long time.
3: Like. Apparent, uh, what was it, just to record like Bohemian Rhapsody in the 70s? It apparently it took like a month just for that song. Just for that one song. That one song. One fucking song, right. And a lot of it was just Freddie by himself. Right. Because a lot of people don't know this. A lot of people assume that the vocals behind Bohemian Rhapsody was the whole band. Nah.
1: Imagine all Freddie. Imagine if Freddie Mercury had a Snapchat or an Instagram <laughs> and we're just like, I've taken my time. And he like, had it there and he's like, I'm
3: singing, motherfucker with a mustache. <laughs> you know, like I got a mustache.
1: I'm a mustache. If they had Instagram, what? If they had Snapchat or Instagram in the in fucking the '80s, it would have been awesome. Oh, dude, it, it would have been so, been awesome. so sick. <laughs> but I'm just like wondering, like with the technology, what they could have done from what we have now back then. Well,
3: obviously, because, because the... they didn't invent a time machine and find out. Fine, where's the time machine? We need it. Hold on, let's go back to this beer for a second because yeah. I am in goddamn love with this shit. It's good. 2013 tastes awesome. This is so good. I do. Like I could taste the brandy. I could taste the oak, but it's not. Like it's still got the the big sour. It's still got the peach. Like this is rich and intense and layered. I fucking love it. That's Dusty. Pretty, it's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty
2: well up. balanced. Yeah. This is, is very incredible. well balanced. It's I feel like the uh, the peach characteristics are really <laughs> more blended with the the sour beer. Yeah. Um, well, it's fresher. Obviously, everything was more pronounced, but it's really melds into something. This is tasty. so good.
1: This yeah. is so so good. No, I love it. It's good. This is this is another. Like I said, I'm a fan of sours now. So when you give me a sour, I'm not critical of uh, not drinking it or being like yeah, this sour is uh, not my sour. <laughs>
3: Whoa! I've drank just,
1: some that were like eh, I just noticed some. This some bitch so. is
3: seven percent too. Oh, nice. So we're this is this has got a little bit of guts to it. Hey, that's yeah. The, I have more I've, gust than the other one. I've, and that one was great. Yeah. This one, this one's on a different planet.
1: It's got, it's definitely got a, a better uh, flavor profile uh-huh. kind of thing going to it. So. <sighs> That's so enjoy. good. All right. So if, all right, you got, you got one beer to drink <laughs> oh, no. before you die <laughs> and you get to share it with somebody, anybody dead or alive. We're going past and present. Who are you going to share it with? What are you going to have? Anybody can ring in first.
0: Mm.
1: Because there's so many to have and so much to do. Yeah. But it doesn't, I mean, you don't have to think about the future, you know, just something now that you really enjoy and then somebody that you'd really sit down and have a meaningful conversation with, like what, you know, kind of what we do here, like, but past, present, dead or alive, like who, who? what, what kind of beer would you share? What, what would you have? You know. What do you think they would like? Would it be Jimi Hendrix and a bottle of wine? Would it be, you know? It would be. I think it would be something very strong. I know that you're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna do an aged stout of some sort, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I of mean. course. So what, what, what are you gonna go for You're gonna go for a Firestone Parabola. You're gonna go for
3: I'd be something very, different. I'd very sorely tempted to go for Parabola. Um, I don't know if I would actually specifically choose Parabola though. Um, I don't know what specific one I would do. It might, in all likelihood, be a Prairie Barrel aged Stout. I really love prairie. Shit. Oh, prairie. Dude, so you missed good. the
1: fucking. You missed the the tap oh, takeover. Oh, the deconstructed
3: dude. bomb, dude. Yeah, you missed, you missed the
1: tap takeover at L Arsenal. They had everything from Prairie. There and was the whole tap was Prairie. Everything, everything's a lot from them. <laughs> and, and I say that with you know, look at my face. <laughs> It was, it was a lot. <laughs> there was like five or six cakes. Maybe maybe more. There was probably like ten cakes. Oh my god. It was a whole tap If they,
3: if they had Apple Brandy Noir, I'd be crying. Well, they probably did. Tears as big as fucking...
1: They had shit aged in chili peppers. They had aged shit in fucking...
3: Any, anything you could... I, I, could
1: all of it. I heard
3: they had done one. It was called Deconstructed Bomb, where they did... Yes. Where they did Prairie Bomb, but instead of being all the shit they add to it, instead it it's just one of each thing. So, like, they did one with vanilla beans, one with coffee, one with cacao nibs, one with yeah. chili peppers. Yep. Um, and that sounded interesting. I totally missed that, so... Yeah, that
1: was on Thursday last week. Well, I hadn't yeah, paid I missed, then, so... I missed yeah. that one, too. Yeah. No, I was like, I didn't even go back, because it was my day off, and I was like, <laughs> we had something to do on Thursday. Well... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, you but mean, I had some of it before, so, like... Okay. I got... I, you know, I, I get... Because we were kicking shit, and we're like, oh, try this, So try which So, which one was your favorite, then? Uh... I don't remember what it's called. I don't know. There was there was too many.
3: So you know what? If if I could, I would probably be. It would probably be a prairie beer. It might even be apple brandy noir. Okay. Which is their imperial stout for sure. Agent apple brandy barrels. Uh huh. You know, it's kind of in the name for a show. Um, and I'd probably talk to Thomas Jefferson.
1: Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. What are you guys gonna create?
3: I wouldn't create anything. I'd just talk to him about you know,
1: relativity. No, uh, Einstein. Einstein, yeah, yeah no, sorry. Einstein. But the, uh, the no, light bulb? Have, no,
3: that was... Thomas Jefferson? That was Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson Rock. was one of the founding fathers. He wrote the Declaration of Independence. I sound smart. Shut up. <laughs> 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 no, just kidding. Yeah, he, he wrote the Declaration of Independence, I think the original version of the uh, Bill of Rights. Or he at least was one of the, the key authors of the Bill of Rights. Gotcha. Um, but he... I'm getting drunk, so I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering all the amazing shit he did. Uh, but I would just talk to him, like, you know, where did you think all this was going to go? You know, I would, talk, I, would, I would talk to him about sort of the... Like, where the future's going? Yeah, like, the implications of his creation that is the United States of America. Because let's face it, there's the Founding Fathers, but he's the Big Daddy when it comes to that. For sure. Uh... Like, I'd yeah, say I he is the most singularly important figure to the foundation of this country.
1: It'd be kind of interesting to even hang out with those dudes back then of the Founding Fathers who actually had an idea for America because they're breaking away from England mm-hmm. and all we're turning around and turning back into is... I mean, not turning back into, but, you know, it's still same shit. Taxes, they'll... You know, they're well, in religion. I mean, they're trying to get away from all that stuff. they They were. And don't get me wrong, like, I...
3: I I I disagree, I dis I, I agree with the notion of no taxation without representation, um, but at the same time taxes are important. We need them to pay for our country. If we don't have taxes, the country literally has no money, which means no roads, no schools, no police force, no fire no fire departments, no social security, no Medicare, no a lot of things. So and taxes pay for all of that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not, it, it's, a, it's a decent system. It could be better. It's
3: been systematically... It, it's, it's systematically being dismantled by
1: conservatives. I feel like things could be privately funded and still rockin'. You would think. Still keep rockin'. You would think. Yeah. Um, actually, I really like the,
3: the economic system we had in the 1950s because there was a 92% income tax on the highest earners. Literally, 92% of all the money you made was channeled back into the government, which is good because then that prevents plutocrats from seizing power over the people like we currently have. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was like there were rich people, but there were significantly few of them, and they held less of the total overall wealth in this country. Um, so I would probably talk to Thomas Jefferson about that. Cool. I like it.
1: that's a, good, that's a solid one. I like that and could we, be
2: potentially a pretty deep conversation. It Could be
1: really fucking deep, dude. I can, I would, you know, I would, sit, I would sit in and record. <laughs> I would, I would be the podcast guy. I would just hold the mic or you know put the boom in, and I would, I would listen to that conversation. That'd be good. I'm, be solid.
2: I'm sure his mind would be blown by what's going on in the world these days. It,
3: I don't know if he, his mind be blown. He would just be like, "What the
2: fuck?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't even
1: know where he would start. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's a, a like development of anything. Did you
3: did you know by the way that the word "ain't" originated from the upper class? And then he, he would probably use the word ain't in
1: conversation. Why wasn't it in the dictionary then? Why would my teacher go, ain't ain't a word, because it ain't in the dictionary? Ain't <laughs> is a word. It's a contraction of... Um, Isn't? Um, no, it's... Is it's not? It's am not? Am not. Am not. Am, am not. not. Is not. Is Am not. I ain't going to that. Am point. not
2: shabbalat. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Laugh. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody got time for that shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, not nah, for sure. It, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is an official English word. It is a contraction of am and not. Here's my thing about what a word is. You know what? If you say it, it's a word. If you understand what the words that come in my mouth, you're true.
3: It's it's fast a word. It, there's the the rules of English are very fluid. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I, you know my teacher should shut the fuck up. And stop I teaching mean, kids that that's not a word. Like motherfucker, let me show you what that word well, is.
3: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I got
1: the itis. You got you <laughs> got you got to know the
3: words enough in order to break the rules. You know
1: for sure if you're yeah, I guess if you're like a you know. Uh, uh, Major, you're, you're like your your major is like literacy, and you're fucking. Oh yeah. Oh uh, uh, no. The you're people like,
3: who know the most about English break the rules the most frequently, and they're
1: fucking awesome. Yeah, those they are, are, are awesome. You know, those are people are the ones cool. who just
3: make up words.
1: Yeah, yeah. This, they're, you know, it, which is like not some slang stuff too. Like, you know, making up words is like mm-hmm. I don't mean like putting fucking two words together like uh, like chillaxin. You know what I mean? Chillaxing. Like that's like that's like i but say no, it, that's a word does. that's a, that's
3: a word because it's contraction a fucking, of fucking word a
1: chill and relaxing exactly it's fucking chillax it's, it's a, it is a word it
3: definitely is a word it's it's coll- it's vernacular it's it's colloquial but yeah. and know. it's
1: a little more urban <laughs> and i say urban in not the sense that we think it means i mean like slang thrown in there like hey no we're a room full of white guys we know that urban is just code for black Mm-mm. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not, because so I don't think it, black guys probably used it first. I, I mean, they probably did. They but. probably did. Most blacks do everything first.
3: <laughs> True, but anyway. No, yeah.
1: Let, let's, let's, Fucking let's, let's avoid the They're, any potentially racist connotations in these. Oh, no, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 100% not racist, and I think that uh, saying as a, as a fact that black people have created some of the most fucking epic things of all time and continue to do all those things of all time. They just, they just thrive on what they uh, are feeling and kind of like uh, mainly
3: white people oppressing them.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, anybody being oppressed to something, right? If you're, you know, if you're being brought down by the man, right, right, or something, you know, and even if you're a white guy and you're being brought down, you're, poor people are poor people, whether you're white, white back, white, black, Latino, doesn't matter. And ultimately
3: it should be the focus on, um, the haves versus the have-nots, and the the problem is the haves usually strive to divide us further between the white have-nots versus the black have-nots.
1: Right, and and so the white people just come along and kind of steal that kind of shit, they're like... That sounds awesome, man. What you got going on there, dude? Oh, yeah, totally. This is marketable. We can make money yeah, with Yeah, we can make money with that. <laughs> so, but, I, you know, that's where race is really stupid in people that are haters because the f- most of the shit you have and what you do with your life is created from those folks, even the food that you eat. Totally. I, I honestly,
3: like, I, I mean, in, if we're talking about a utopian society, it should ultimately be... Uh, you know, it shouldn't matter what color you are, what gender you are, it should never. You know, what sexuality you are. It shouldn't matter Pe- if you do something incredible. You did
1: something incredible, and good for you. Fuck yeah, and you it should does- get the credit for it. It should be credible. Absolutely. You should get all that credit. It,
3: instead, in this day and age, it's like, oh, you did something amazing. Oh, that's cool. It doesn't matter until the white guy does
1: it. But now, day and age it doesn't. Now we're getting to a, you know, we're getting to a better. Even with all the bullshit going on. We're still at the probably the most peaceful time in our existence mm, right now. I mean. <laughs> Maybe last week was you know, uh, more peaceful than this week, but
3: I mean, we're. Have you ever heard of the minutes to midnight clock, the the doomsday clock? No. So this is an official thing. This is essentially a group of people who watch. I think we need. Is this our last beer? Or do we have another one? No, we've got uh, one more. Besides this, just the one. Yeah, the mystery beer. All at right, the beginning of the podcast. Before um, we get
1: deep into this conversation,
3: <laughs> well, let me. Well, we still have to finish this. There's still some left in here, isn't there? Yeah, there's a whole bunch left. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Before we start talking about the minutes to midnight clock, Jesus Christ, um, it's something I don't know about. So uh, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down to learn. Um, and we're not just talking about the Lincoln Park album, people. By <laughs> the way, there's <laughs> there's a, a Lincoln Park album called Minutes to Midnight, which is actually referencing the thing we're talking about. But
0: what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, who wants to kill the almanac? I'll take it.
1: Mm. There's only a little bit.
3: You want to yeah. share? Do-
1: you're good? Yeah. Right. I'll take a little bit more. I don't care if it's a butt. Hey, I'll give you... There you go.
3: Mm, give me that butt. <laughs> give me <laughs> that. But <laughs> Morty. <laughs> Alright. So. So. Um... My hands got sticky real fast. On. Let's, let's just, let's just knock this back real fast. Yeah, go for right. it. Because we're going to need strong drink for this next one.
1: Alright. Mm. And you said what is this called doomsday what so it's the doomsday clock
3: ah. so um, the idea behind it is that midnight represents I hit my nose <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got some like it. it's got some aggression
0: mm.
3: so for the for the doomsday clock midnight represents a global nuclear apocalypse Global nuclear apocalypse, that's what it stands for? N- no, so it, that's what it represents. <laughs> Except much bigger than that. Yeah. Um, so that means that the world is effectively ended by nuclear war.
0: It's like standing by.
3: Pretty much. Um, and this is a thing that has been kept track of since the Cuban Missile Crisis in the 1960s, where we're closely, clo- like, closer and closer to inching ourselves towards basically wiping ourselves off this planet. So, you know, 7 billion people gone.
1: Because we're inching towards that for nuclear war. Right. So we've always been counting down this clock. Yes, ever since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Okay. Um, What year
3: was that? uh, uh, 1960-something. Okay. um, Anyway, so right now, so during the latter half of the Obama administration, we were at two minutes to midnight. Which means it's sort of is sort of an arbitrary measure of um, you know how close we are to nuclear war. Two minutes is pretty close. Two minutes to nuclear war. The farthest away we have been since the Cuban Missile Crisis has been five minutes from midnight. Five minutes. Now we're two minutes. Now we're two minutes. And when Trump got el- sixty, so. so and when Trump got elected, we're at one and a half.
1: We're at one and a half.
3: Yeah, they changed the minutes to midnight clock when we what about
1: what about what's going on now with the nuclear war what um i don't know if
3: it's been changed since then uh, because remember it hasn't even been a year so oh
1: dude it hasn't been a year and
3: it's fucked it's been a half a year things are fucked for half a year um yeah uh, chances are they've already probably inched us a little closer but we we are at one of the closest periods in time to just totally wiping ourselves out Nice the planet. So cool. I will
1: respectfully disagree with you that we are at one of the most peaceful periods of time. I still think it's pretty peaceful. It's it was before like the new, like before the uh, North, North Korea was starting you know launching rockets for fun into yeah. the water.
3: Uh, yeah, but, it, 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 but uh, yeah, we it's still pretty peaceful. Everything's hunky dory here in California.
1: It's hunky dory for majority. Not majority. Eh, a lot of places. But for the time it was a lot worse before. When? The eighties? Sixties? Seventies? You know,
3: I should uh, that that's actually an interesting point. So for starters, let's table this for a second because we've got That's yeah. our surprise beer All right, so you, that needs to be served. Good,
1: you need to you need to to, that's your baby. So, so you this, gotta, is, you gotta this talk is the about beer it. that
3: I brought. And I apologize to everybody for me doing the bulk of the talking here. I'm sorry. It's all good. Uh, so we've been talking about the days of the week from the brewery. This is not a days of the week beer. So don't worry. You're not going to see us just become absolutely shit-faced. Yeah, we will. Um, <laughs> we're, no, I mean, we're, <laughs> just, we're, we're rapidly approaching that anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 so this is the brewery Melange number 14. Melange is... Francais, French for uh, blended. Um, this is a blend of Imperial Stouts, Old Ales, and Barley Wines. 85% aged in bourbon barrels, 15% fresh beer. This is 13.4%. So it's a big daddy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's when that's going to happen.
3: That's exactly right. So. All right. All right, so Dusty... I'm going to let you serve this up while I look up the various periods of time in which we've been closer and further away to nuclear annihilation.
1: You've had time, so your celebrity or death guy and your drink. (laughs) Who are you going to talk to? What are you going to drink? Because I want to sit on that kind of conversation, too.
2: Well, so beer-wise, is always a tough one. I actually get asked, what's your favorite beer... I feel almost like it's the every, same almost you, every day. Well,
1: you can't you I know that you can't answer that cuz nobody can answer what's their favorite song, right? You can't say well, you I guess you could, but it's too hard for me nowadays to answer okay. what, what's your favorite song? What's your favorite band? I can't answer that right now. It's too much. I have too I have way too much of opinion about a lot of, you know, a lot of music. So, same thing like movies. Like, you know, I do have a favorite movie, but it's like it varies. You know, goes back and forth between. I was like, "That's really awesome." This yeah. is, you know, so. But I'll so, say just for now.
2: Usually, how I answer the question is it's the first thing that pops in my mind. That um, works works for me. And the one beer that usually pops in my mind um, is from a very cool North Coast up in Fort Bragg. Oh, okay. um, they actually just do a lot of just well-crafted beers, but most people don't know that they do some really great barrel-aged beers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have their old stock series. It's English old ale. Oh, I love the old and stock. they're, they're yeah. aged. so good. Every couple of years they do a barrel aged version. Um, and one of my personal favorites is the 2011, uh, brandy barrel aged version of the old stock. Um, they actually aged their beers in spirit barrels for a year and a half. It's a very very long time.
1: Yeah, that's a fucking really long time. That's good though. It's that's like, solid. That's the time we were talking about that it needs to fucking marinate yeah, and get in there. Exactly. Totally. It just get makes that wood in there. So
2: much difference. <laughs> um, but that particular <clears throat> batch was one of my personal favorites. Okay. It came to like around fifteen percent ABV. <laughs> Dude, you guys are be wasted. Yes. See,
3: I really love the old stock too. Yeah. Um, I haven't had as many as you have. I will say though, the twenty fourteen wheat whiskey, yeah. barrel aged one, stunning. Just so, so good. So who are
1: you going to talk to then?
2: Um, one of my personal heroes uh, is Rodney Mullen. He's a professional skateboarder. Okay. Um, he was actually one of the pioneers. He actually invented a lot of the modern skateboarding tricks. Okay. He came up with. And skateboarding has always been a huge part of my yeah, life. Yeah, no,
1: you're, you're I'm skating around all the time. I see yeah. you always on a board every time I see you.
2: Yeah, so I have no idea if he likes beer or not, but that's one person I would just love to sit down and just pick his brain it's um, just about anything, skateboarding, life. Um, he's actually recently done a lot of TED Talks. He's oh, really? a really fun person to listen to. Nice. Yeah. What kind of stuff does
3: he talk about? Um,
2: mostly his, his life and just coping with uh, reality, basically. like he's, he's always been so secluded growing up as a child. Um, his parents did not want him to skateboard at all.
1: So they were kind of like a strict parenting of, like, we don't want you to get hurt. You need to, like, not do anything reckless.
2: Very, very strict. He had to wear all full pads, helmets, everything. And his dad had an ultimatum. I'll buy you a skateboard, but if you get uh, hurt at all, you're done. You're not going to skateboard anymore. Right. Um, But luckily, for the sake of skateboarding, he persevered and made it work. And he's just, he's been a legend, basically.
1: He's been around um, since the 70s, early? Yeah. 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 Oh, was, up there with the. Uh,
2: he was the same era as like Tony Hawk look, and, and. uh what's. Uh, Mark f- Gonzalez and all those guys.
1: Like Jason. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Those three pioneer guys. Um, Tony. Oh,
2: Tony. Tony. Uh, yeah, like the Dogtown dog crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the yeah. Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so they so, were slightly before him. Like they kind of like directed surfing. Like that's kind of where skateboarding came from. Yeah, it came from surfing. And then he kind of like, kept it going. He wasn't <clears> the <throat> only one, but he was like the most noticed. Yeah, that's like, awesome. And Tony Hawk, everyone knows Tony Hawk, and he he changed <laughs> oh, yeah, the world for, sure. for vert skateboarding. for modern vert. Yeah, yeah. for
1: modern vert skateboarding. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, nice. And he's he's suffered from a lot of like. Learning disabilities as well, just being so secluded. Um, but he's just got a very unique mind, and I would just love to talk to him. Nice, and sip on a very strong barley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be and really good. See where the conversation see where it goes. goes. I know.
3: <laughs> I'm speaking of very late and very uh, very strong barley yep. beers, segue into this. Cheers, sports. gentlemen.
1: Cheers. This is thirteen, you said thirteen five.
3: Thirteen point four. Thirteen point four. This is, a, this is a blend of old ale, bar- barley wine, and imperial stout.
0: What the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that went on forever, that dude. That went holy on forever. dicks!
2: <laughs>
1: that was an awesome one. I gotta, I gotta Ooh. keep on to that one. This one,
2: can you pin that one for favorites?
1: No, I don't think so. I'll just gotta remember it, memorize it. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, there's a couple of random ones here that I'm just like, you know, I'm. Si- oh! sexy girlfriend. <laughs> you know, like, this shit... You could, but, like, those... Same thing with the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I keep those into my favorites right. in my mind. Mm-hmm. I call that the dream journal, or there whatever you want to call that. I don't know. <laughs> cool, I think it'll be a good conversation, though. Skateboarding... Guy seems to be very inventive. Yes. Uh, Reclusive, you know, he was very, you know, held back uh, at some point, but he seemed to just fucking... And I like to not overachiever, but kind of an overachiever of just fucking getting into that sport and being like, you know, f- fuck what my parents said. I'm just gonna, yeah. you know, go for it. And,
3: well, he like, wasn't fuck what, it burnt, what, what my no, parents but, said. No, you, you know, but he's like, just
1: like, I gotta skate. Yeah, was, I need to. Yeah, and that's kind of what you do, what that is. The fuck you to it. It's like I need to do this. You don't matter what you say. That's kind of like wh- how the world and how people rise against and above. You know, th- those kinds of things. Totally. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, y- you're not going to... If somebody told you what to do every day of your life, even your parents like, don't you drink alcohol, don't you do this, don't you do that, and you well. listen. And you, <laughs> and you actually really listen to everything, you'd be, it would be fucking stale as fuck. You yeah. wouldn't do nothing. I mean, nothing would get done. Look at the Mormon community. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly do, a <laughs> do a lot of soaking. Do a lot of soaking. Let me just put it in and not move. Oh, How's geez. that going? Yeah. How's that going with your life? <laughs> Oh, Nowhere. So I pulled up a
3: list. Back to you know super fun topics of back to your doomsday you know, global nuclear. Back to
1: let's get in this uh, the bunker because we're gonna die. You <laughs> see much. you see Cloverfield the new one. Uh, you know I did not. Oh, fourteen dude. Cloverfield Way or whatever. Yeah, it is. you should watch it. It's pretty good. So I got two movies for you to watch right in now. In
3: 1980,
1: I that was the best. Was born. It's my birthday. Birth, we were at
3: se- seven minutes to midnight. <laughs> see, in 1981, four. 1984 3 minutes to midnight and then 1988 6 minutes to midnight 1990 10 minutes to midnight 1991 17 minutes to midnight it was the late 80s early 90s was a good time sort of people still got killed and murdered of course they did but that's, still, that's just always, the it's just always happened the geopolitical the geopolitical you know environment was such that we were very far away from nuking each other 1995 was 14 minutes night midnight. We're starting to get closer. 1998, nine minutes to midnight. 2002, seven minutes to midnight. 2007 is five minutes. 2010 is six minutes. 2012 is five minutes. 2015 is three minutes. The same with 2016. This year, we're closer than ever. This year is two and a half minutes. We're closer than ever to total nuclear annihilation.
1: Yeah, there's your cheery thought for the day. <laughs> so Yeah, I don't know what to think about that at the moment. <clears throat> it's too much to process. I'm gonna say that I don't know if how that how serious and who's doing that clock. It's you watch Lost at all and they're just pushing buttons? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, for but no I, reason. I
3: do I, I don't know the exact organization, but I do okay. know the people
1: who are monitoring that are like
3: the authority on nuclear war basically.
1: But I am wonder what they base that shit on. You know what I mean? There's there got to be something for... I mean, give me a minute. I got a phone. Let's <laughs> find out. You know? I mean, that's to see say say... Not, not to say that you're wrong or you're right. It's, um... This kind of tastes it's like It's an interesting pancakes. thought. Sorry. Maple <laughs> pear. Like, it has a maple has a strong maple if I had this on my pancakes it might be awesome this on pancakes would be amazing if I just poured the shit on my pancakes would
2: be some fun pancakes yeah
1: they'd be fucking jolly pancakes <laughs> why aren't people creating that shit
3: so the it name of the organization dead. is the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists
1: uh doomsday clock and like uh, how and how's their threat level like like is it like because of North Korea right now they're like that's it we're on fucking alert you know what? What happened last week was it? And It's this this year they're going one. They're going yearly. In my what was from
3: what you're saying? Okay, here's the Wikipedia article. The Doomsday Clock is a symbol which represents the likelihood of a man-made global catastrophe. Maintained since 1947, so I was wrong about when it was maintained by. Um, since 1947, by the uh, members of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists Science and Security Board. The clock represents an analogy for the threat of global nuclear war. Since 2007, has also reflected climate change and new developments in the, uh, in the life sciences and technology that can inflict irrevocable harm to humanity. Um, hypothetical global ca- catastrophe as midnight. And Bolton's opinion on how close the world is to global catastrophe as the number of minutes to midnight. its original setting, seven minutes to midnight, has, has been set backwards and forwards 22 times since then, the smallest ever numbers of midnight, uh, minutes to midnight being two. Uh. <laughs> sorry in 1953 I concur. <laughs> and the largest 17 in 1991 uh as of january two and a half minutes uh the clock is set at two and a half minutes to midnight due to a rise of strided nationalism worldwide united states president donald trump's comments over north korea russian and nuclear weapons setting is the clock's second closest approach to midnight since its inception History. Uh, I mean, this is a long article. I'm, do you
1: sleep? Do you sleep at night? That's <laughs> not, what I want to know. Not, not really. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> nope. Dude, I sleep like a baby. Yeah. Well, I need to get a green card.
1: For where? What? For where? For. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do need a green card. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely need. To, need a green card. Yeah. Now you know. I what got I'm some. Talking. I got some hits right here, dude. We you can mean, smoke. At night. We can smoke some weed all day. I mean, yeah, but I, I want to smoke at night when I want to sleep. Exactly. I got that for you too, right here. I got the grape ape, man. <laughs> I got the grape ape that says you'll be asleep in no time.
3: Yeah. It's a whole lace That's the problem, though, is that when you smoke, when you have thoughts like that in your side your head... Oh, dude, it gets radical. I, I...
1: <laughs> that's why I love smoking, dude. You smoke, you get on a different level, and that's the best time to smoke, right? Or you just turn into a little ball of anxiety and that's go, true too. fetal position. It can go either way. You get that full fetal position. Depends on what you're doing. You got to get into a zone like uh, playing guitar, you know... Uh, totally. You can't read a book, or, or I, I can... I was trying to read... After I smoked one time and I was like, I was like, everything just got super weird. And I, was like, I was like, what am I reading? I don't even know. And I was like, I gotta add I I gotta get out of my head and I gotta get out of here and grab a guitar and I'm like, Oh school and I just fucking start Yeah, I'll just start noodling. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of thing you really need when you smoke weed.
3: You know what though, like I, I like to watch movies and TV shows and stuff like that when I'm
1: stoned. I do as well. Those are the best times. What is that's why right. that's why I watched Game of Thrones last night, man. What do you think? I watched this over. <laughs> I had at least two drinks, smoked a bowl, and I was like There you yeah Yeah, Jon Snow. Mm. Yeah. Touch that dragon's nose. <laughs> I'm like
3: oh, so here's a question for you though: what uh, and what is the best and worst show to watch while you are stoned?
1: Mm. The best show probably to watch or something like that is while stoned, and this is probably very cliche to mm-hmm. say, That's but okay. it's, but it's super true. Uh, is anything about animals? Animal Planet's Shark oh, Shark Week. Anything like that, you will either freak the fuck out or just being like, "That's so amazing." If you watch like an underwater show about like all the fish and the tropical coral, that oh, it's is magical, what? dude. Dude, it's the best thing when you're fucking smoking weed. Fuck yeah, it's the bomb. Tropical fish is fucking probably the best. Colors, super cool. Uh, the worst things. Um, it's probably a documentary on something stupid that you don't want to watch, like nuclear war. <laughs> you know, like, like that. Not
3: honest, quasi no. or whatever that shit is. No,
1: because I can watch horror movies and be fucked up and being like, "Yep, that ain't scary." That's a dude in a mask, exactly. And I love horror. Like that's the shit I watch oh, every day. I want to watch something scary or something that tries to frighten me because I want to be scared out of my mind. Totally. But I'd, I'm like, you know, when I'm watching him, it's like, okay. And if you're high, you're just like, mm, you kind of see through the bullshit. You yeah, just, totally. Or you can be like, whoa, ha! <laughs> 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 like, don't watch Loose Change. You know, what Loose
3: Change is. Oh, it's the documentary on um, 9/11.
1: Yeah, that conspiracy. It's totally a conspiracy theory. It's don't conspiracy. don't smoke weed and it, watch it. That's some that, Al- yeah. that's some Alex
3: Jones shit right there.
1: Doesn't matter. I mean, stuff still holds water. Like you know, like. Michael Moore. I mean, you, you know, look hard
3: enough at anything, you can make anything hold water.
1: Of course you can. Uh, it's just
3: how much of it is rooted in fact.
1: And how much weed you smoke during <laughs> when you're watching it, because that shit will frighten you. I'll do No, I watch Loose, Reality. Change, I watch loose change on
3: Mushrooms. I They
1: fucked up <laughs> my life. Did you? Because <laughs> that is where I feel like I'd go into a fetal position, and I'm like, somebody wake me up out of the blanket when the Holocaust is over. Wake me up on a moth of Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> But no, um, a lot of stuff is great though. You just, I mean, it mm. sets you into a higher zone, another level. All right, but all right. So let me let me let me dial
3: this down further. What, outside of like documentaries or nature programs, what what is like something that should be casual watching that is great for watching while stoned? And- dude, Lost.
1: You see Lost, the show, just the TV show, Lost. No. Fucking. You one mentioned of that a lot, dude. dude I love Lost. Love dude. Love that I'm rewatching it right now. Just finished season three again. Yeah. Again. I watched this. I'm on the, This is my second round. I watched it years ago when it was on TV as the seasons were coming, and then I'm wa- or rewatching all of it. And like, there, I posted online one time when I was you know super high watching it recently and just being like, dude, this episode blew my fucking mind. It was just a mind fuck. Damn. And it really was. But I was high. But I was like, it really was a fucking mind fuck. It was. It was just such a good episode that I was like. Didn't, i i saw it coming because i saw the episode but i didn't see that shit coming <laughs> holy fuck that's it's mo-
2: that's mostly what that show is yeah
1: yeah and it's emotional uh it's exciting it, you get happy when like they they like achieve like some random weird goal that you're like ah, that would if i was stranded on a desert island like that if i if that happened to me that would be fucking cool like you know what i mean like there's, oh, yeah. some, there's some random shit. So Lost is cool. Game of Thrones is always awesome because it's that fucking is. exciting. Yeah. Uh, Forensic Files is fucking <laughs> sick to watch, dude. You watch Forensic Files on Netflix? Dude, I watched like nine seasons of that shit. With just people dying and being like, how many fucking people are murdered a fucking day? <laughs> like, holy fuck. Somebody's getting raped, murdered, something. Like, Forensic Files just fucks you up. But guess what? They're going to find you. Go going to find out.
2: At least one every episode. What?
1: <laughs> and there's so many episodes. It could be yeah. an episode a day for ten years, you know? that That's how fucking easy that show is to make. Damn. But the fact that the forensic files, like, will find you, like, yeah, I found a pubic hair in his bathroom that was, like, linked to his mother-in-law that was no way put him at the scene of a crime, but it was in his fucking DNA. It was him. That's the guy that did it. And you're like, holy fuck. This blows your fucking mind, dude. What what DNA testing and forensic files that they have on you. That's where science blows my fucking mind, dude. You can't get like, away with shit anymore Dude, you of can't. Science. You won't. You won't. You, and they, what I love, that's what I love you. about it. Dude, they're gonna find you. They're gonna find you. There's a rapist in our community. They're gonna find you. That's it's fucking legit. Gotta watch the show, dude. Watch it. I, I remember
3: that fucking song they they made out of that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna find you. Yeah, they're they gonna, gonna find you. Um... You know what my so my two favorite shows to watch when I'm really stoned, and it's cliche. I'm a fucking nerd. It's okay, I'm totally okay with
1: it because I I feel like we all have those cliche sayings and it's a cliche for a fucking reason. One is Firefly. Firefly. I didn't see it,
3: dude, good show dude. It's Joss Whedon, man. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> like the same, same dude who did Buffy and the Avengers and Dollhouse and Cabin in the Woods, and he's like ghost written for a bunch of Disney movies. Like Homeboy knows how to fucking make some media. All right, you know Firefly. Firefly it's a show, right? Is a show. It's a show. TV show. It's Nathan Fillion as the lead role. There's a whole bunch of amazing actors on it. Um, uh, like it's it's such a fantastic show. It's like a space western. Mm, like it's. Did uh,
2: Serenity come before? or After Serenity that? came
3: out after that. After. That was that was the movie they wrote when Fox and all their infinite wisdom decided to cancel Firefly. Good old Fox. Good old Fox. Um, but they canceled Firefly, and Joss Whedon was like, "Nah, this story is not over yet." And he um, and he made a movie called Serenity, to which tied up all the loose ends. Hmm. Uh, so that show's amazing to watch while stone. I love Doctor Who. You know anything where it's like you know there's like
1: time travel. <laughs> and,
3: and not even time travel, but it's just like, oh shit, we're in a sticky situation today, Scoob. How are we going to get out of it, you know? <laughs> oh,
1: speaking of dad jokes. The mystery Machine breaks down. Who changes the tire? Who? Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah, it was almost. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: but yeah, so but the worst show, the absolute, Yeah, tell me the worst. I want to the worst. The absolute fucking worst show to watch when you're stoned. Louie. Oh. Louis well, CK's
1: show. Oh, Louis it's, CK, Louis. Oh, like like life of Louis. Yeah. Is it life of Louis or Louis now? No,
2: oh, it was probably Louis. life of Louis, life of Louis, was Louis was on HBO, the, was right? was the first show he did. Now it's just called Louis. Now it's just ah, called Louis. Gotcha. And
3: that show's depressing enough as it is sober. You're stoned because and you're it's just like
0: Because Louis CK. I yeah, my fucking life,
3: man. But you don't like, even have any kids. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Does like, matter dude. It does matter. It just it's called comparison. When you get stoned, you just uh, for me anyway. I just become like hyper empathetic. I'm just like, oh my god, his life is terrible. Like,
1: <laughs> what are you poor no, man. He's a fucking comedian. Just go, just dude. He's a <laughs> he's a successful comedian making his life to be more terrible than it is. He might have legit problems, but I mean, all comedy is rooted in reality. Uh, no, for sure. And they're the some of the worst guys. mentally in the world but the successful ones I mean I don't know like Louis C.K. seems like he has a regular life family oh yeah wife kids Mm -hmm. but he just but he just takes the piss out of all of
3: it he takes the piss out of it but he takes the piss out of it in such a way where it's like almost too real no, for sure. You know, like he—he, he, he, you just kind of marinate in the despair. Yeah, especially when you're stoned. You know,
1: no, no, for sure. That—that's no, that's the key thing. right? Like, I—he yeah. is such it's a good. distinctive
3: humor style that I don't think anybody, even the most offensive comedians like Jim Jeffries, yeah, like they couldn't—they
1: couldn't match that even, shit. Even Jim Jeffries, I'm like, he's offensive, but he definitely wasn't as offensive as Sam Kinison or. uh Richard Pryor, he like he's not he's like although Richard offensive in a new way, which is like kind of uh, weird to say. But see, yeah. Richard
3: Pryor, Richard Pryor took the piss out of everyone, especially himself, including his
1: his his self the most. Right, like he,
3: he like what was his last or that one comedy bit he did like all right, I'm gonna end on this joke. Pulls out a match, is like, what's this? Me on fire. <laughs> it's Richard Pryor on <laughs> Richard exactly. Pryor doing crack.
1: And that's or the no, fuck. it
3: was Bridge of on cocaine. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and he caught himself on fire. Yeah. But yeah, I mean... That's Naked! The, he took, yeah, he took the piss out of himself. And I feel like a lot of comedians will do that. and But a lot of them are depressed and, you know, kind of like not... They're hateful people. They're definitely hateful people.
3: Like, they're not hateful in any kind of specific
2: political way like white nationalists are. They're hateful just in general. It, it definitely takes a certain mindset to be a comedian yeah gotta it's got especially it's stand-up comedian
3: yeah and the thing is they're all very smart people oh yeah they're very smart and that's why they're so hateful because they see all the horrible things that happen in this world
1: it's on a fucking different level you know they're on different levels of of that and it's like it's the same as you could take the piss out of your own life you, you put the, com- the the comedy to it is taking the piss out of yourself yeah not being able to be shaken whether whoever says anything about you are like Oh look at you You fat piece of shit And you're like I don't it's, care I called myself fat the other day this It's like the shit. fucking <laughs> nice. Jim, Jim, cool. Going back to Jim Jeffries, It's yeah, like yeah, the one sure.
3: bit he did Where it's like You know I've got I, I'm in my hotel room I can't do an Australian accent But I'm in my hotel room I've got a, a bro, Broken pocket pussy in the corner I've got a vibrating egg Up, up my ass I've got a porn on the tube I've got a cum in my chest I'll let you know right now I look better
1: <laughs> For sure
2: he, and I feel like, I've looked better. And you know? I feel
1: like Andrew Dice Clay has like, like paved the way and was a, as offensive as that. It's mm-hmm. like,
2: well, Jim Jeffrey's more sexual, dirty humor. Well, but he even still, he's but he, walked
3: it back sometimes. Yeah. But he also, yeah.
1: he, he also says the same thing about chick, Like the way he describes chicks is the way that Andrew Dice Clay describes chicks. Oh no, he's
3: super misogynist.
1: Yeah, there. He's super misogynist, And that's easy to me. That's... That's that's like there's no thought in it. No, that's easy. I can be like, Yeah, I was fucking this bitch. It's like I I hate women. I came on her face. Oh, she came to my she fucking came to my show and I fucking took it in the back and then I fucking I shagged it and I threw up on her face and (laughs) blah blah. And everybody's like, Oh, I'm having he's like the difference between that is I didn't add pepper to her face. And it's like, No, that's funny. You know, I'm I'm like (laughs) Yeah, mm, well, you know, you know where you were going with that is I don't know where the fuck you're going. With that you're, you're trying to you're, you're, you're trying to
3: offensive be offensive for the sake of being offensive. Yes,
1: and that's what people do to yeah. be funny. And not that Jim Jeffries isn't sincere. If that's a true story, it's better. Mm-hmm. If he did have a fucking vibrating egg <laughs> up his ass, and I fucking hope he did, because if he didn't, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna fucking find out. <laughs> And if you didn't, I'm gonna shove one up your we're start ass and, to, and make start you do putting the together
3: a list of the people you need to find.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, You're gonna I'm, be be, I'm Stark. gonna be Arya Stark. i watch this. My favorite character. I'm gonna find your fucking ass. I'm gonna make sure that shit's legit. But Joe has no name. Ah, I have no <laughs> name. i no. Who are you? I'm nobody.
3: Who who <laughs> taught you how to fight that way? No nobody.
1: nobody. <laughs> I love it. That's the shit. I oh, fucking need. Oh, that shit was so good. I love it. That's so the we're shit. bringing it all back. Bring it all back to Game of Thrones. I love I'm it, I love it. I love it. That's the shit. So, but. I mean, Jim Jeffries, definitely a funny guy. He tells stories in a way that he tells it. I want it to be sincere. For sure. I just want that up a little bit. It's are we, are we too loud? No, no, no. It's falling down. Oh. For some reason. But, anyway.
3: I, I, I got to say, by the way, going back to the beer for a second, this shit is starting to take hold. and it's That's
1: why it's letting loose. We're a few deep uh, now. We're a few we're, deep, and we're getting in. We're more than a few deep. And we got this- about... Yeah, we could we could probably do another twenty,
3: another twenty, but still, with this well, bad motherfucker 15? in our system. Yeah,
1: This, are, this things, is the, this is the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. This is,
3: this is the one. We
1: should We should What do you guys think of this one? We should have decked. we
3: we've we've analyzed the hell out of the other four.
1: What do you think of this one? Um, it's sweet. It's definitely sweet. You know, the the, the problem with me with a lot of these beers is. There's something about that sweetness and that maple flavor that is in almost every single aged Uh, stout that it hits you with the one thing it has and it's boozy. Yeah. But. It can. But the fact that you did open it and you popped it before the, the podcast, it let it breathe a little bit. Yeah. It definitely awakened a lot of those flavors and I'm getting a lot more of it now than I would that would have been if it was like cold and I've been like now it's just boozy
2: yeah no you know totally I
1: mean? I
3: mean this one is really you
1: really need to let these beers warm up yeah it's it's a solid
3: i, I mean that's that's just how I do it you know some uh, everybody's gonna be a little bit different but for me best results for anything strong and um, strong and barrel aged it's got to breathe it's got to be room temp otherwise you're just not getting the enjoyment out of it you know you're not yeah. gonna get you're not really gonna fully understand what this beer is about exactly um like you don't serve red wine cold you don't serve port cold, port cold you shouldn't serve this cold either you know <laughs> no i agree um yeah there's certain I, things. I will say this one is pretty sticky it's probably not as sweet as melange number three dusty you had that one
2: yeah this one's definitely a lot more toned back than their usual diabetes <laughs> diabetes bombs. <laughs> bombs. yes yeah. um, i just had a sugar rush yeah I,
3: Probably would actually... By the way, who's got any insulin here?
1: Just asking for a
3: friend. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have any.
2: No.
1: Fuck! <laughs> I got a beer we can chase.
3: <laughs> That's about <it. laughs> Anyway, what were you we saying?
2: I would say probably blending in the fresh beer, balance everything out a mm-hmm. little
1: bit. Yeah. I agree with that.
2: Um, I, I do get a lot of that maple syrup and like brown sugar notes, which I really like in the barrel-aged yeah. beers. No, totally.
3: Yeah. And that's what one of the really amazing. things. It seems thing to is be this, the power
1: go like the over not overpowering, but it seems to be the dominant flavor.
3: Well, remember yeah. this isn't a hundred percent imperial stout because there's it's old 85% Ale, it,
1: it, no, it, no, so it's it's a blend of
3: imperial stouts, old ales, and barley wines, and two-thirds of oh, those beers right. yeah, yeah, yeah. are super sweet malty beers. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and
2: those beers usually have more of a toffee, caramel, brown yeah. sugar note coming through, anyways.
3: Is this is this is um, this year?
1: I don't know when it's from.
2: Um, probably this year or last year, probably 2016, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. 2016 edition. Yeah. No, it's, it's I, I mean, it's a solid beer. It's, it's, it, it it is great. Uh, especially if you like that style, yeah. if you're a fan of that kind of style, like that, the brewery and it usually makes sours. Right, they they usually sour. They they really do two things, two things
3: well. They do barrel aged strong ales and they do sours, and that's it. Yeah,
1: you know, and the brewery is pretty solid. Like I I like the brewery; It's good. Anything they usually put out, like my, the reason I got into sours is because of the Tart of Darkness. Oh, dude, Tart of Darkness is, and it's one of my favorite beers. Yeah, as far as sours go, you know, if I had to order them, like if somebody had, I'm like, okay, we're drinking sour right now, like let's grab that get you a little bit into it because it's sweet it's, you know, it's sour it's, it's got some of that bitter lit, chocolate yeah. coffee kind of flavor Yeah, um, it's,
2: it's it's definitely def- one of the best sour stouts yeah. which, technically not really a They're, thing, it's not a popular it's not a style, thing. but it's one of the best I've had
1: but to get into something, it's like, even for both even like stout or, or sour, it's like it's it's to get into something, like yeah. that's that's a good groundbreaking uh, beer for certain people, yeah. That you know what I mean
2: they, um, they had a, um, a variant on Tar Darkness with Cherries and vanilla. That was fantastic.
1: It's like what it was like when Coke did vanilla cokes. God damn, you ever have vanilla coke and vanilla rum? Shit tastes like nothing. (laughs) Back to Arya Stark, nothing. It's nothing. nothing. I just want to be nothing. So it
3: tastes tastes fucking amazing. Dude, it's
1: amazing. It's the easiest thing you ever put down. So what was
3: it like? Because I imagine the vanilla would add a lot of sweetness to it.
2: Uh, Yeah, the vanilla added a lot of sweetness, but it really paired nicely with the tartness. like Tart orange is actually, it's pretty tart. It's in the words. Yeah, for sure. Um, But it kind of toned down more of the roastiness, Mm. which paired really nicely. And the cherries just naturally being tart just worked. Cherry vanilla
3: tart of darkness. I like it. I want it. I want it in my face. Dude, I want
1: more vanilla. Vanilla, I feel like, doesn't get enough I fucking credit. Yeah. Well, that's what's great. Vanilla.
3: That's what's great about all these bourbon barrel-aged beers is that just one of the underlying flavors of American oak and bourbon is that big vanilla note. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I love about them. Like, especially once you yeah, start getting to the sweeter solid. beers where just, like, it's right up front. Oh, it's like so good. fucking barrel-aged old numbskull or, yeah. you know, the old stocks. Like, those have that big
1: hit of vanilla. Yeah, it's fucking tasty as balls. The balls aren't tasty. Balls you know, are not tasty. That's what want to say it. Dude. Just want to oh, say it. Unless you're into that kind unless of thing. Unless you're into that kind I mean, of thing. I mean, hey, you know. it's. The hey, v- and then speaking for Seinfeld, there's nothing wrong with that. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Seinfeld? Are you a Seinfeld fan? I'm not a Seinfeld fan. God damn it. I've tried watching. Sign- no, I'm just dude, <laughs> i
3: seriously. I've tried watching Sideville. I've tried watching. A, um, um, what's the other? The Larry David show. Fuck, I'm forgetting the name.
1: Kubier- Kubier- Curb your enthusiasm. Curb your Kubier- enthusiasm. <laughs> what? I hit the. I just hit one. Button. I thought. I thought, dude, no, I thought you were going Totally like Fist of the North side I was like, oh <laughs> uh, no, I didn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> going that <down> route. <laughs> No, uh, kir- Kirby enthusiasm. Guys, Kirby enthusiasm. Wait, you guys don't watch anime, do you? No, not really. No, not. I'm not a dick.
1: No, I'm just. <laughs>
2: fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just kidding. Akira is. the do You like don't shit. watch you know Seinfeld. I gotta watch not, uh, fucking anime. Come on. Kakarot. How do you not get? How do you not get Seinfeld? Se- do you watch Seinfeld? I don't. That's bad. bit mean. I love doop, Kirby doop. enthusiasm. I love, All right. Love that show. I feel like you like you would like Seinfeld. I've
2: been meaning to. I just... Damn. I never grew up with it, so... Oh, I, I know. Yeah,
1: that was something I did grow up with. Yeah. I watched every season, and me and my friends had a finale when it when they played Green Day, even though it's fucking lame as balls. <laughs> but it was still it's amazing. It's something unpredictable. Oh, you never watched the show, did you? <laughs> what? <Huh>? What? <laughs> yeah, what? Excuse me? Uh, was it? What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you watched the fucking show, but, la- no. Ladies and gentlemen,
3: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I do believe... We are getting sauced.
1: Mm. It's a fucking... It's the, Seinfeld is one of the groundbreaking... No, nah, no, it's not. I want to say groundbreaking. I keep saying groundbreaking. Fuck groundbreaking.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. Well, was, Seinfeld is epically I was slurping amazing. sarcastically. And it yeah, I know. I, I, heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. I got it already right in my ear. <laughs> okay, hold on.
0: <laughs> Self-destruct sequence activated. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker. <laughs> It's too um, bad you
3: don't do the intro with all the samples of all the people talking because that—that'd be some good shit right there. Just well, no, I do. Well, just so, what was it like fucking Courtney or something talking about hot dogs? And it just yeah,
1: like, and that was the, like the very second podcast I did. I'm gonna do a new one where it has a like a better jumble, mm. but Courtney, just that phrase alone, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so she's gonna always be my number one voice but i am gonna throw like the like some some lines that are funny or whatever you know right in there like in between but it was the way she said it because they had two bottles of wine and they were fucking lit and she was just like as soon as she said it too it was funny because she was like oh dude fucking hot dogs it was was just just before that and she was like and then everybody just got real quiet like nobody said anything when she said hot dogs she's like Dude, I felt like when you all when I fucking said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, it's so good. But see, that's the problem, though. You say hot dogs, it's just like, oh and every, shit. Yeah, everybody has a judgment, but guess I what? I some motherfucking hot dogs. Everybody <laughs> has had a hot dog, and you're like, fuck
3: yeah. Dude, do you have any hot dogs? Like, fuck that chicken you bought. Let's get some fucking hot dogs, dude. I do. Oh shit. They're aged. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all want some green hot dogs? I don't know
1: how long they've been in there. They're sealed in the thing. They've been cold. <laughs> For maybe uh, since uh, 4th of July?
3: Maybe? <laughs> be, yeah, some, maybe after some, that. So, so that's been probably so, some uh, Some seller-aged hot dogs? Some vintage yeah. hot dogs. They're, they're
1: vintage hot dogs. It's a thing.
3: Dude, it was awesome. So we went to fucking Dittmer's this morning mm-hmm. to get breakfast. And the one... You you, you can tell the story better than I can. My um, breakfast was a banana.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, when we first walked in here? Yeah, that's what I ate all day. <laughs> that was your breakfast? That was my first thing oh, I banana. ate. banana
1: a banana a banana and then those two pieces of bread you saw me eat a ate half of it <laughs> a banana and, and a bread a, a sandwich, and a half <laughs> sandwich. Bread, yeah bread sandwich <laughs> yeah. you guys are doing better than me <laughs> yeah.
2: well yeah we went for went to Dittmer's for lunch um, super awesome place they do German sausages and different mm. of, uh, that's right deli meats I forgot and, about that yeah it's yeah. it pretty good been, they've, been, been they've, there? they've been around for a long time the original location they had like a, a fire so they had to move so now they're on El Camino and San Antonio. Yeah. Right next to, like, Good Morning. Oh, cool. Like, breakfast place. Um, and they serve sandwiches and they do, like, sausage cut for, like, sandwiches as well. Yeah, yeah. Slice um, them down the middle. Yep.
1: <clears throat> Butterf- we call it b- butterfly.
2: Butterfly, yeah. Butterfly. Exactly. Um, but the son of the owner, the owner is Ditmer, obviously, and his son's name is Mark. Really great guy comes to the store every once in a while, um, just the most generous, humble person. Nice. He's crazy in his own way. But he's like super nice, he's just sup- he's super humble. Come, like, yeah. he's the owner. Uh, yeah, he's the the Ditmer is still his father's still the owner, but he's basically the front man right. of, the, of the the store. Nice. That's super um, awesome. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, they've been doing a lot of stuff. <coughs> <the, coughs> what you, you guys have, anyway?
2: Uh, we have this uh, they have a Polish sausage sandwich. Sandwich it was really good.
1: Eggs? No. Nah. No.
2: Nope. Just, just just sausage, mustard,
3: pepperoncini's pickles. Yeah. You wussed out on the mustard, dude.
2: Yeah, I'm not a mustard fan. I love mustard. Uh, mustard is the shit. Dude,
3: especially that good like whole grain mustard. Uh, it's the, like chunky. the grainier the
1: better. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> sure. yeah, dude.
3: The grainier the better. I, dude. apparently making mustard is super weird.
1: It's hard. Yeah. I tried to make uh uh me and Rob tried to make some uh, mustard for mm-hmm. Uh We tried to do some uh, some Palo Alto beer mustard. Oh, was it like hoppy ending mustard or something? Yeah, like the fucking
3: Sierra Nevada pale ale. mustard? Exactly, and yeah. that shit's
1: good. We failed. It's hard. It's, it's fucking it's hard. It's really
3: fucking hard. I keep trying to do it. but... You know what? That's the crazy part. Hard. It's like every like, well, not every, but like a ton of sauces out there. It's just like, okay, you just simmer some shit in a pot and filter it,
1: and you're good to go. And mustard like, is a different, there's different recipes. Where there's a cold version and a boil version. Really? And I feel like the cold version is the easy way out, and we tried it and it still didn't work. Hmm. But the, you know, same thing with brewing beer, like the boil version, you're going to get all the flavors out of exactly what you want well, to get Well, because, yeah, you're boiling fucking grains yeah, to make yeah, that shit. Yeah, you're steeping that you know? shit. You're taking it out like tea. You're fucking draining all the the, the the flavors and the fragrance out of that shit. Mustard's hard like that. It's, it's basically just vinegary, non-alcoholic ben- beer. Yeah. You know? So yeah, those, those like, recipes are super hard. Like
3: making ketchup. I've made ketchup like, I don't know, like half a dozen times now. It's, it's been successful? It, yeah, it's really fucking easy. You buy canned tomatoes, you blend them up, simmer them with some fucking, you know, vinegars. Vinegar. vinegar. Vine- like you, Not even spices, just vinegar, salt. You can add some cloves if you want. And then you just strain it and that's it. That is literally it. You let it cool. Hmm. Ketchup is the easiest shit in the world to make. You don't Would ever you? need to buy it because the shit you buy at the store always has a shitload of sugar in it. Exactly. And honestly, it's just going to be so much more satisfying to eat that
1: homemade shit. I gotta make more. I gotta make more of my own ketchup. Dude, I'm doing my own stock. My, like my own broth? Yeah. Because I do soups. I do soups all the time. I, I think my girlfriend probably hates me because I do too much soup. She's like, can we eat, n- can we eat something that's not soup? I'm soup like, again? Yeah. I'm like, but it's a different soup. This is chicken noodle. All right. What's your favorite kind of broth to make? <laughs> um, I made, this time I made a chicken, uh, like a veggie chicken. So a chicken mm. stock, basically. So I did a whole carcass. Okay. Or a whole chicken, basically. And then I did a bunch of herbs and and, uh, vegetables. I did, like, you know, bell peppers, mushrooms, you know, anything. Celery, carrots, like, all that stuff. Like, boiling for about four hours. And then I, like, cut it. Nice. And then just let it marinate for about an hour or two. Oh, so you leave it all in there while it cools. Yeah. Oh. And then once, because once the chicken's just, like, done, you... Strain out the carcass and the fucking you know just all the the vegetables. All yeah, just runs right out. Nice. It's it's fucking the best. Have you ever ever made pork broth before? I actually never made pork broth. Oh dude, I made beef broth from the beef. I went to the Safeway and I got um like bones, beef bones, yeah. And I made beef stock from that, and that was really good too. But I never made the pork. I didn't try the pork. Pork broth because pork is awesome. It's the shit. It's pork, so good. Pork is is great anyway. Just yeah, eating it's pork is fucking great. Yeah, and pork. I mean, it's know. the worst for you too. Oh, it, it's, it's, it's the closest that's you're gonna get to delicious.
2: eating human. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because <laughs> they don't want us to have it. It's so good.
2: Oh yeah. I, so good. That,
3: that's see. That's why. That's why cannibalism is so frowned upon because you know, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so good. Because pork is so, apparently the flavor that is so similar to human.
0: Uh, you don't even know.
3: Uh, it's weird. I, I kind of want to bust into Pink Floyd right now.
2: Big <laughs> man. Big man. Yeah. Ha ha! Shirajua. you know, man bear pig. Man, bear, man pig. bear pig. Man bear pig. Have you seen that stupid commercial? Uh, I've seen a lot of stupid commercials. <laughs>
1: the, the seven, the, the Mountain Dew <laughs> one, the 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 baby, baby monkey puppy thing. Oh, baby monkey, mon- baby monkey, oh, baby monkey, s- baby monkey pug. Yeah, it's the worst fucking
3: commercial. I was like, who ever thought that was right? Well, because they're desperate. Nobody's watching TV anymore. They're all
1: on their Netflix like, and their Hulus <laughs> and their
3: Snapchats. And the <laughs> society's
1: going down the tubes. But still, I was like, who the fuck thought that was okay to like do on a commercial? Like, You can't make a better commercial. You know who shit. did? Mountain Dew did. Yeah, and fuck Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew's delicious. It sucks. <laughs> There's only one good beer. Or no, That's, sorry, no, I said that wrong. Mountain
3: Dew is not, not beer, not, homie. There's only beer. one good.
1: There's only one good soda. Now I, I take that back. There's a couple of good sodas, but the only the best the best soda out there is ginger ale. I disagree. That's fine. Say what you want. What do you think? <laughs> Virgil's is the best soda. Man. Who the
3: fuck is Virgil? Virgil is your daddy.
1: Virgil is the motherfucker for fucking. He's the guy for the butler for fucking uh, the Spit million it out. dollar man. Spit it out, Joe. The million Come dollar on. man. You know who the million dollar man is? <laughs> no, not that guy. He's the million dollar man coming out with the Virgil. He's gonna wreck you. He's gonna fucking wrestle the Undertaker. Are we talking about fucking wrestling? Talking about WWE? wrestling, motherfucker. W- no wrestling? A- 80s WWF? Yes, sir. WWF. WWF. Not WWF. Not WWE shit. When they sue, like, you can't have an F in there? Fuck you. Wrestling's fuck everybody. Fake. Fuck everybody for taking that Wrestling's shit.
3: Wrestling's fucking
1: away. fake. <laughs> Say that to the guys who are dead now. (laughs) Who put all their time and money. Say say that to our fallen (laughs) warriors. (laughs) Yeah, say that to the ultimate warrior who had two of them. Because he's dead. The ultimate
3: warrior is still alive, dude. (laughs) He's dead. The
1: first one died. He's a gay or something. He died. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, dude. No, fucking whoa! <laughs> no, I think he died of AIDS or something. I don't know. It,
3: it doesn't mean he's gay. <laughs> no, he was gay. gay. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, bisexual, black, nah, white. It doesn't matter. Gay hey, AIDS, is doesn't, doesn't. AIDS is coming for
1: you. AIDS is coming for you. It actually doesn't matter if you're any of those. But he, di- I think he died of like <clears throat> AIDS or something like. That. But, but he was the facts. He was, I think he was gay. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. In the story, I'm not positive on that, but there was supposed it was two. Maybe, was maybe that was WWF
3: spin. Old. They were trying to spin it like he was gay.
1: They could have been. They should have. They should have GWF, you know, the Gay World Federation, <laughs> and that would have been fucking solid. I'd have watched that shit. Like a bunch of guys just bitch slapping each other. Fucking <laughs> awesome. Uh, like you, you bitch. <laughs> I don't, so, so you hang out with a lot of gay people,
0: Joe? Um, don't get your panties all in a bunch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> actually, I do. Actually, uh, I, have a, I have a lot of gay friends. I do. All right. I do. All right. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a bunch that hang out at the bar. Mm. Super cool guys. All right. Dead serious. Dead pants uh, All right. <laughs> no. Uh, a lot of, uh, hey, here is this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> not. And I have a lot of gay. I have a lot of gay friends that are awesome. They're super fucking cool. I mean that's like saying you know I have gay friends. If you, you don't have gay friends, yeah. but I have gay friends. Yeah. I, I, I You know what I mean? Like I'm not th- I'm not saying that I have gay friends just because of what I said. I have gay friends. Yeah, okay. Shut up and drink your beer. I am drinking my fucking <laughs> You're drinking beer. Drink, 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 I'm fucking I'm drinking beer. my beer,
3: bitch. I'm drinking my beer, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> See, now you need to sample that that I just did. Yeah. I'll save that shit. Oh.
1: Um, all right. So we are... Are we done with this bottle? We finished this bottle. We killed so that son bitch. We are approaching the end mark. Uh, do you want to throw... I think everybody stopped watching the live feed, which is okay. <laughs> We're still going live. So people will come at it later. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Live still stays on my feed, I guess, right. after a while. So, so. Yeah. Because the other one's still on there. So. so this is
3: the final episode of A
1: Few Deep with Joe... No way, dude! I'm going. I'm going. Fucking. I'm going deep. Keep going. I'm taking my submarine down. Uh, you you guys want to leave anything out into the world? Going balls deep. Hey, uh, I agree. So I've been. I've been to the. I've been to the plateau. Been to the edge. Sort of. Maybe. I, I feel like I haven't been to the edge. Have you been to the edge? Edge of what? Life. Have you been there? Like. Bitten to the edge of just being like—I mean, I don't know how how much of a downer do you want to be to make this again? (laughs) No, we can be downer right now. We're 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 closing in on the show right now, so we're—I want to end on a downer note. All right, you want to end on a good note? We can keep it note. We can keep it up. That's fine.
3: Yeah, let's talk about something that restored your faith in humanity.
1: Alright, well, okay, so... so Well, since you were the motherfucker talking about nuclear war, now we're all gonna <laughs> die in, like, 32 minutes. Like, the only way you could Something go down like from
3: there is with, like, suicide and depression. It's
1: like, and that's kind of where I was going. I was like, how long have you been, to, you know, standing at the edge? Fuck, throw yourself up. Under the pits <laughs> come from! You know what I'm saying? I
3: mean... Shit, this is going on <laughs> on the internet. It's already, it's already on the internet. It's right already now. on the internet.
1: There's nobody watching You're, right you're the
3: host, so I gotta follow your lead, man. Um... <laughs> I mean shit, I've been suicidal before. So I have I, to... i I've been,
1: I've been a few times actually. I have as well. I think I wasn't serious. I, I, I didn't take myself serious, you know why? Because I'm alive. That's why I didn't take myself serious. Yeah. But I have had those thoughts. If I've been there. And then I had a better thought. I was like, Psh, dude, we're gonna die anyway. Right? You might as well just get it done in advance. You might as well just ride it out. It's like a roller coaster. You must ride that shit. You might fall off, but you should ride that shit. Yeah. Who cares? No matter how depressed you get, you can do something. Anything. Yeah. You can do anything you want. Anything you want. You'd be like, I can get naked right now and run to the street and be like, I can get arrested. That'd be fun. Let's get arrested. <laughs> I've never been arrested before. My parents have been arrested, and I've been arrested. I've been in that life, but not in my life. You know why? Because it's stupid. I get arrested, but I don't want to go that route. I'm gonna I say mean, what I'm saying is I want people to just do what they want to do rather than kill themselves. You know what I mean? Just yeah. I want I want people to be like I could do so much more besides that. He, he, here here's the thing.
3: So I, I don't want to turn it into like a dick waving contest because I don't. The, I'm, I'm down. From, <laughs> um, because I've been I've been pretty low before, and I understand and um you know i'm bearing my fucking soul to the internet and i know it's a bad idea so so well, okay, me, just hang on hang all on.
1: right i'll i'll let you, I'll, I'll let you speak <clears> first so i don't want you to go totally you can but i want to save you as well so go ahead you you, you say what you want to say so i've been past that point of well
3: but you know why like you know there's there there are times where it's hard to see beyond how beyond your suffering. And uh um the lowest I've ever been, I, I was at where I'm at now. In in my place.
1: Right now? You're no, at the lowest place? No, okay, no, no, no. No 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 not. I was right gonna say now. no no no. Not right now. Okay. No. Um but like where I'm living now. Um same same apartment. Is that what you're saying? Same apartment. Okay, okay, okay. Um this is a few years back. Um and uh
3: Talk. Just for whatever reason, this suddenly became really hard to talk about. Um, I uh, I didn't have anything going for me. I didn't. I didn't have a degree. Didn't have a job. No income. Uh, m- not many people I could really call friends. Uh, not a lot of people I can rely on. <clears throat> and I'm just. I'm. I'm not seeing past that. And that's. That's 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 a hard place to be in and I I did the only thing I could think of, which is I called the folks and they, I said, Look, like I'm I'm worried. I'm know? in a bad place. I'm in a bad place and I don't know what to do and I'm I'm thinking about plans. You know, plans mm-hmm. to do it. Sure. And it was uh I d I, I don't want to go into details of it, but it wasn't you don't It, have to go it, to it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a fruitful no. conversation to say the least. Understood. Um, and they basically told me, it's like, look, you need to call a suicide hotline. Like you need to, um, like we can't handle this. You know, we care too much about you. That it's like, we can't come at this from an objective standpoint. We can't come at this from, you know, a constructive standpoint because we're concerned. Yeah. We're very concerned. And, um, that was hard to hear. It was really hard to hear. It took me years to really understand that viewpoint that, You know, like, if your kid is, like, saying, hey, I'm worried about being alone because I'm going to hurt myself. Like, Like, how do you do that as a parent? It's one thing when you're that person where you can't see beyond that final outcome of, I just, I really am hurting too much to continue on like this and... I don't feel like I have enough to contribute to anybody else's life. I don't feel like I contribute anything to anybody else's life, and I just need to remove myself from the equation. You know, when when you start seeing it that way, it's, it's, it's one thing to say, you know, hey, there's so much great that the world can offer, but when your life, but when your brain is telling you compulsively, like, just walk away from it, just back away from it, get away from it, you know? Like the, this life is not worth living. It's, it's toxic. It's, it's hard to get away from sometimes, but you know, I've, I've been down that road and it's, it's not fun. It's, it's <laughs> not a good road.
1: <laughs> fun is the last thing I would call it. No, it's, um, it's not because I've been down similar roads and, and it's not, if, when you're thinking about, cause you don't, add anything to the equation to and to me i mean like i said before why die when you can live and that's and that's the only thing that has ever kept me going even as a youngster cuz i've been through a lot of weird shit that like has not been super awesome for me i didn't grow up in a good environment you know i didn't you know whether people cared about me or not that's you know, I had friends, but friends are, you know, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like, but the thing is, like, you do have something con- to contribute. You do. You always do. What What you're doing now, you're still contributing. doesn't matter. You could be, you could, lo- you know, you could, lo- girlfriends and, and that kind of stuff. It's like, it's not, it's a big deal, but in the big scheme of things, I think that, we get down on ourselves because we're like, I'm not making, uh, you know, a certain person happy, or I'm not making these other people. Making yourself happy is the hardest thing, I think in the world, right? You know what I mean? It's, and I, it's and super I guess, hard. I guess
3: that's why you know, I'm kind of burn my soul. Like, yeah, this, for because sure. It's like when you can't make yourself happy. Happy but, when you yeah. when despite your best efforts, or you know, despite yeah. not your best efforts, just despite any efforts. You haven't made yourself happy. Yeah, you know it's it's hard. It's, it's a uh, hard one. It's 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 so easy ha- for people. It's and I, I you know that's not to say that you haven't gone down this road before
1: because I, I believe you. you no, 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 for sure. I, I think we we've all <laughs> been there at, at at some time. but we've all been at that moment where we're
3: at the bottom of a big pit and we're looking up and we're looking at the light coming from the top of the pit. And it just seems so far away that it just seems impossible. And, you know, coming out on the other side of it, it's hard. It's hard. It's, 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 especially hard when you're still like feeling the after effects of it. But you know what? There is, there is so much good in life to live for. And everything, if you, it's take, always good. If you're taking yourself out of the equation, it won't be without struggle. no no it's you know that's the best part about living struggle it is it it's but it's also the reward of the struggle it is even if it's just the personal satisfaction that's it and you know it's hard to think about when you're at that pit in the bottom of that pit the people who get affected by
1: that so what 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 turned you around then what like made you be like okay fuck that that's not what i want to do I changed my mind because I mean we do that right. I changed my mind. We're entitled to change our mind. I don't want to die. It's you not, know, that's not a thing I want to do. I, I don't want to die. I almost
3: personally, I view it as a mark of a strong person when they can change their mind. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, if you can, in light of evidence, change your mind, then you are a very strong person because it means that you don't automatically tie an emotional. Attachment to your beliefs You know For sure That you are searching for the
1: truth Yes um, And about your life I mean you're searching for the truth For you Between you and the world Right It's And that's Right
3: I mean it, Ultimately I'd say For me the mark of a Of a big person The mark of a strong person Is that they can admit when they're wrong
1: that's definitely true and a lot of people can't do that fathers most people can't do that most people can't just be like just parents in general not parents in general care maybe they're wrong like hey but, I was stupid and I feel like that's the biggest thing if you can own up to anything yeah. I, th- I feel like you're solid you're Absolutely. good
3: but to answer your question about what turned me around honestly I don't even know I called a suicide just, hotline and they talked me down really yeah because they, S- I, I followed my folks' advice they said we can't help you with this we just, we can't help you with this. Yeah. They're too close to it. They're just too close to it to be objective and calm. All right. You know, it's like they, there comes a certain point where if you care about someone so much and you hear that they're going to cause themselves harm or somebody else harm. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say this is universally true, but for a lot of people, they just don't have the capacity
1: to handle it. For sure. Know? That's a big deal. It's a big deal for people. Uh, Depression is... uh, You know, I have a friend and multiple friends that are struggling with depression and they can't seem to grab... I'm another one. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. It's like they're they're struggling to... uh, like... uh, reconcile and feel what they want to do with their lives or to just feel like... Like you said, like you're not contributing to them. But I'm like... I'm like... The, keep yourself in the math because you're always creating something new you're always doing something to help somebody else who's actually probably worse off than you not saying that you're not or I'm not right you know I, but
3: I, I guess I guess my the the struggle with depression this and it, is that understanding that as some, as as the person who struggles with depression understanding that other people do have it worse than you and it not just sinking in it not mattering like what what ultimately the great cure all is perspective doesn't yes. ma- it doesn't matter if its perspective anxiety anything nope um, agreed but when you are really truly like down in that pit it sucks the, it's, it's, it... the perspective is hard to get You know, it's hard to get it to stick in there.
1: That's where I go with the black and white, and I say, why die when we can live? Because I'm going to die anyway, right? That's my philosophy. My philosophy is no matter how bad it gets, if I got zero money, zero people, I've been living in my car, I was a person who lived in my car for a week, Mm -hmm. I got divorced, I lost my house, I fucking lost a ton of shit. You know, I've been down in fucking depression as far as depression can fucking get down on me. Music saved my life. People saved my life. Things that I care about saved my life. And I've always kept it to myself of being... Why die when you can fucking live? Because you can do anything. There's a multiple thing. You could be like standing naked... And I say this fucking like. Extremely. You know, extremely. Yeah. On the Empire State Building, fucking doing a guitar solo, just like Eddie Van Halen, being like. Like, Eddie's Did not he dead. Did he fucking do that? No, but Eddie's not <laughs> dead. Eddie's not dead. Eddie's fucking is a drug addict.
3: Was, anyway.
1: Was, hardcore. He's probably been in a worse depression than we've been, and I'm not saying for, you know, anything that, like, validating our depression. Right. I'm saying that he's probably been through some fucking crazy shit in his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he fucking is Fucking Van Halen. Totally. It's fucking Van Halen. He's one of the
3: and he's m- still most unhappy. famous people of
1: all time. And he's still unhappy with his life.
3: And you know, I think that that really kind of emphasizes my point: is that it doesn't matter where you are. You can true. be wealthy. It's very true. You can be homeless. It doesn't matter. Like. <clears throat> just just that understanding that you know it's okay to hurt it is and it's okay to feel despair sometimes but you got to work at it and e- even when it seems impossible you know even even if it seems like you're all you've got even if it seems like there's nobody in the world to to lean on you know you've got to work at it and and you got some things that you can do it's no man is
1: an island no man is alone no man is truly alone oh. there's always there's somebody that cares about you there's you know? somebody that gives a shit if you're on this planet or not somebody somebody is somebody invested does. in you one person does doesn't matter who that person is one motherfucking person whether it's your mom your father your aunt, your uncle, your girlfriend, your brother, your sister. Somebody matters, and they care.
3: And it's it's
1: hard to see, you
3: know, even, even if you've got no family, you've got no friends, you're a hermit in the woods, or you're even a hermit that, in the city, you even know? Even that, yeah, for sure. You know, yep. you're you're alone in a crowd
1: kind of yeah. thing. You know what? You still matter. It's not the You still end. fucking matter. It should not be the end. You still matter, because you could be anybody. You can be anybody. That's the thing. You could be anybody. You could do anything. You can do so much fucking more than anything. Mm. It doesn't matter. You could be the next whoever, but it doesn't matter. Because, like I said, there's an end for all of us anyway. It doesn't matter. You're going to die whether you cut it short or not. Why cut it short? Yeah, that's... And I think, you know,
3: we've... probably getting to a point where we should wrap it up yeah yeah definitely the, the for point sure. the point that comes to mind, mind is do you want it doesn't matter how badly do you want to not be happy or do you want to be happy again even if it's yes. just a little bit I even, think everybody does because because that because that to me is could be a very similar thing that could bring you out of that depressive suicidal moment is I don't want to feel this way okay well what do you want to feel do you want to feel nothing or do you want to be happy
1: well a lot of people don't know what happy feels like sometimes
3: and you know in my experience (sighs) happiness is work you know it's like chaos is a ladder happiness is work you gotta work to be happy it takes emotional labor to be happy sometimes if you're not happy you're not working hard enough and I'm not talking like your job. I'm not talking. No, no, about, no. In I'm your talking life. about.
1: You're, li- takes, you're talking about life.
3: In life, you need to make that effort. Happiness is a choice. Happiness is work. If you if you want to not feel the way you're feeling now, then work that shit. You got to work that. You got to yeah. put in the time every day. And it sounds daunting because it is. When you're at the bottom of that pit, you're at the bottom of that well, you've got to work to climb out of it. All
1: right. I 100% agree. part <laughs> noise as hell. But no, I agree. Dusty, you want to leave anything in the world? You want to, you want to put anything out? Not as deep as that. Some just being like... People shouldn't fucking feel stupid. They should feel that you matter because everybody matters. Yeah. We are all a party of each other's lives whether I see you three days out of the year or f- ten days out of the year. My friends are my friends and my friends are my family. And I've always felt that, you know, if you connect with me on any level, of anything, we could have disagreements up and down the fucking fence. You, you haven't seen that? What the fuck? You? Fuck yourself. <laughs> That's, that's the part about being awesome and, and being fucking cool with each other being like you should check it out dude or maybe totally. not and you're like I didn't agree cool let's talk about it Like, okay. you know what I mean I don't know
2: you just gotta do what you gotta do it's always been a video game term that I've hit home for me it's like heroes don't die you just respawn that's good
1: <laughs> I like it
2: you know you may hit a rough part in your life but you know you just gotta stay strong and just keep going
1: yeah, cuz you matter. Everybody matters. You know, you're you're every human, every animal, everything matters and you contribute to even after your death and before your, you know, it all matters no matter what. It leads up to something. After that, I have no idea. I watch Ghost Adventures and then I find <laughs> out yep. there's lots of ghosts and I'm like, "Yes!
2: I'm going to be a ghost." I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like thing, level. things may get hard, but hey, we've got delicious craft beers. Yeah. They make drugs they make drugs
1: and beers for that.
2: <laughs> enjoy
3: enjoy the things in life that you can't enjoy. Yeah. yeah.
1: And keep it going.
3: There's always something.
1: Yeah. There's always something. Like I said, there's always something than taking yourself if you, out.
3: If you truly enjoy nothing are you human? And the answer Or are we dancing? And the answer the answer is the, the answer to that is of course you're human. You just haven't found that thing yet. Yeah,
1: for sure. All right. Woo! On that Siri note. I think we had a strike. All right. Well, thanks for the podcast, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. It got awesome. It right? went ups and downs. I love it. It was it's a, a good roller time. coaster there. It is, right? It got ups and downs. I liked it. Uh, I'll see you guys. On the flip side. On the flip side. And very soon. Uh, Thanks, guys, for tuning into the podcast on the Facebook Live. This will be up tomorrow at some point. Yeah, it'll be up tomorrow. Uh, On iTunes. On on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, Actually, anywhere you get podcasts because somehow I was on random shit that I didn't know I was on because I don't follow all the podcast (laughs) things and I was like, all right, cool, fuck, all right. So, yeah, we will uh, see you late. Goodbye. Peace. Bye, everybody. (sighs) All right, all right. That's it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Got a little deep there at the end, but that's what this show's about, man. It's a few deep. You know, it's about the good times, the bad times. It's living every day until you die. It's a beautiful ride. Uh, Thanks to Jameson Beaver and Dustin Cawthorn. Um, Super fun, guys. Thanks for being on the podcast. I want to thank uh, Jane's Beer Store. Go there, buy some great beer. Uh, And uh, on the... Mountain View off of Castro Villa, I believe. So Villa and Castro, go to Jane's Beer Store, buy some great beers. Uh, Also thanks to the Rosen Crown, Palo Alto, Ale Arsenal, San Carlos, uh, the Willow Market, Menlo Park, super awesome places. Go buy some beer, drink local, tip your bartenders, have sex with your girlfriends and your wives, make everybody feel good and better about themselves. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next week. Um I do need a guest for next week, so if you're interested, please email a fewdeep at gmail.com. And also go subscribe to the SoundCloud or to iTunes or anywhere you find podcasts. And if you can, write a little review, write something about how much you hate this podcast or love this podcast or just thought it was okay or whatever. Give me some give me some feedback. I like feedback. More feedback in the mic, bro. Need it, want it. Love it. All right. I'll see you guys next time. Late.
0: depot